Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. You're listening to a live play recording of your City Lies in Dust, an original role-playing chronicle using rules for Hunter the Reckoning, version 5, a tabletop role-playing game published by Renegade Game Studios. For more Adventures in Lollygagging, subscribe on YouTube, follow our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash thelollygaggers, and follow us on Twitter at lollygaggersco. Thanks for listening. All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, we are playing Hunter the Reckoning tonight. We are continuing our uh, our, our chronicle uh, that we uh, we started a couple weeks back. Uh, this is actually our second play session, uh, as we did have a session zero, and so now we're kind of getting into a second play session. And we ended the last session on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, Long has, uh, has taken a risk and has not rolled a backup character, which is surprising. Uh, so we'll see whether or not Alvin makes it out okay. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but yeah, let's just dive right in. Let's do some intros so we can play because uh, there's a lot of things we could have have fun doing. So uh, so long. We're gonna start with you. Tell us who are you playing? A little bit about Alvin. Yeah, I'm playing Alvin Tao, a 38 year old martial artist specializes in judo. He's pretty much just focusing on honing his craft. He's got a small family, a wife, and a kid. And he's left to join up with these hunters in the hunt of some beast. Yeah. Do you remember uh, what uh, Alvin did uh, that was uh, objectionable to some folks <laughs> last time? Distressing around? to some uh, I might have left the stove on before I left. Something like that. Was it, was it the stove? <laughs> the stove? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to Alvin. Finish gonna, the risotto. Uh, Important oh, questions. Uh, Alvin's going to get back and he's going to have to answer some questions for, uh, was it DCS? What's the acronym? Mm-hmm. And yep, yep. You know, DCS is going to come. Was nine-year-old? Eight-year-old? Eight. Yeah, she's like, okay. Right off the bat, you're just like, here, Jeff, do something horrible to my family. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up, let's just keep the left-hand side here. Uh, Aaron, tell us about Quixote. Hey, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Quixote Rust. Uh, at the age of nine, he murdered his entire family. Of course, he was under possession by some sort of creature. He was incarcerated in a facility for the criminally insane. Uh, and it's there that the orderlies and nurses actually gave him the nom- name Quixote Rust. He Because uh, rust is the color of his eyes. And Quixote, because whenever he was sane enough, he would tell them that we had to band together and fight against the demons. Uh, he doesn't actually recall what his real name is. He is a vengeful apostate, a true believer, but a believer in what we don't know. Um, he's a, you could call a street soldier because he has no home uh, and never stays in one place for more than a day. All right. And uh, his uh, one of his buddies was the subject of like kind of the start of this campaign or this chronicle. So that'll be fun. Let's see if we can find uh, good old Brock tonight. Poor Brock Davies. He's a (laughs) minus one touchstone already. (laughs) He's in a predicament that maybe we'll learn about shortly. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Next up, uh, Ashley. Ashley, tell us about Elaine. I'm Elaine Graves, and you could say I'm a practical woman. I'm 27. Uh, I've worked in technology for most of my life, and I've seen things that others haven't, and it has changed the trajectory of my life, you could say. Okay. 
Uh, Ashley said that she was working on The Voice today <laughs> and scaring her boyfriend. I was uh, I was monologuing and saying some weird shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to like to sneak into like the I do declare. So, like it's gonna. And there I might feel like be it's one. Gonna drift. Just wait. It's gonna Just come wait. in there. I can tell like, you stories about being. A- you know, like de- <laughs> no, I was thinking more like you know, like the decrepit, creepy grandmas. Okay. You're- <laughs> That's where I was like, I was hardcore there when I was okay. monologuing by myself. Yeah. She's too young to be a grandma though, right? Isn't she? I know. She yeah. Young? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But she, she, she grew up with her grandma and her yeah. grandma was a Southern belle. Okay. And her grandma passed on the grandma voice. It's genetic or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just get Elaine to smoke like two packs a day. She'll get that grandma Catch voice up. real yeah. fast. It'll uh, get there. We did yeah. establish that Maria and I carry cigarettes. Okay. Yes. Do we smoke this- them? I guess I do. Okay. <laughs> why, would, why would you care? You said that you didn't. You said that you knew that they Bargaining. were just, you know. But mm-hmm. Maria, I went with. She is a smoker. Okay. Sweet, smart. <gasps> How? Oh my gosh, Melissa! Be careful. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, Melissa, tell us about Maria Baum. Uh, Yeah, so she is a blue-collar inquisitive, Uh, so her day job, she is a plumber. Um, um, She has a mentor uh, who's a journeyman hunter um, who works, owns a, uh, like a supply uh, company. Um, She's got short reddish hair, uh, wears her work overalls. Uh, We established last session that she is a smoker. I immediately spent the XP that I earned uh, last session because uh, her activity during the monsoon is that she was working on uh, her drone, which is now autonomous. Okay. Do you have a name for your drone? Like, did you give your drone a name? Out of curiosity? I did not give my drone a name. Okay. Are you going to now? I, I suppose I will, which reminds okay. me, I don't remember what my cat's name was, but I also decided last session wow. <laughs> on air that I have a cat. Wow. Melissa's not not a good pet. The cat is named should... Annie. That's right. It's a orange haired okay. cat named Annie. Annie. Yeah. I write that down. I don't know if I wrote that down. So cat equals Annie. So I know. It's definitely Bert. working out the details okay. as we go. <laughs> like, does she smell? Like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> like everyone gives me like people to hurt. Like long as like I'm gonna put a young kid in there and a wife. I'm like I'll I'll hurt him. It's it's all fiction. <laughs> It's fiction. Someone's got to. All right. Uh, let's dive in then. Let's do a quick summary. So so our story began uh, with a dust storm. So we are set in uh, in southwest, the southwest of the U.S. We're specifically in the Phoenix area in Arizona. Uh, and so a dust storm is rolling in over the valley. Power outages were sweeping all the, the cities, the suburbs, et cetera, residential, commercial, industrial, et cetera. Uh, during this time, we saw little glimpses into the lives of each of these hunters. Alvin was cooking risotto for his daughter while his wife was stuck in traffic. Elaine, uh, you had uh, a little bit of a run-in with some looters. Uh, that uh, And then you went home and you helped out your neighbor, Mr. Ponder. I don't remember. Does Mr. Ponder have kids or anything like that? Or He does, or, but they're shitty. They're, they they're shitty. That's out. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Maria, you were messing around with some weather tracking software and working on your drone. Quixote was actually doing an investigation into a librarian over at ASU. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, that investigation was was cut short by a frantic call from one of his touchdowns, Brock Davies, a manager of a homeless shelter uh, in, uh, in downtown Southern Phoenix, uh, Central City area. Uh, Brock was, was very scared and panicked and mentioned seeing something inhuman 
while he was looking for a, a shelter regular uh, by the name of Shelby. So Cell, the group of you, got together really fast. Uh, <laughs> Alvin left his daughter home alone during a blackout in a dust storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you uh, you all went down to the shelter uh, to start. That's You figured that was a good place to start. You start speaking with some of the other uh, other homeless folks there and you learn that that people had been going missing and that Brock was looking into it uh Shelby was a was likely a, a pilot of some kind like a for, like a, a vet a homeless vet unfortunately um also that you learned that Brock had some kind of was trying to communicate with like one of the local local cops in Emerson Villafranco but basically they weren't giving him the time of day um you learned that he was also in contact with a company called Valley Medcorp uh, which is some sort of like m- like medicine on wheels mobile clinic um, that was offering like checkups and vaccines and stuff to to homeless folks in the area. Um, you got a, I think you I think you have a, a a business card which I put by the way. We actually I actually made one of these. This is what happens. I get excited uh, and I start making silly. Uh, so I made a I made a. I'll switch over really quick so folks. So nice. I made a. Uh, oh, it's not working. I can fix that. So I made a, a business card for old Wendell Drebin. Uh, let's see if I can make this work out. There we go. That should probably do it. So yeah, I made a uh, I, I made a little business card for Wendell Drebin. Uh, but uh, you got you gave him a call, uh, but unfortunately you were unable to to get him. As is also kind of late at night when this is all happening, so you're not necessarily going to be able to get everybody. Um, what else? Um, Hmm. So also, um, what else did we do? Checking my train station. Yeah. You all got some leads on where Shelby might've, might've been staying. Uh, one of those places was a train station, which is where you eventually kind of went, went and kind of took a look at, there were a few others, but, and while you were there, um, you found a shack, uh, that had like a, some strange drawings and stuff in it, like these really violent drawings. And then you, uh, I think it was Alvin who saw the security dog that was running free from like the security guard. And when Alvin went to go and take a look, I think you climbed up on the on the uh, on the train car. Everyone else was a little bit lagging, a little bit behind you. I think you were out in front. Uh, I remember Quixote was taking kind of a flanking angle. He was kind of going around, and I think Maria and Elaine were were following underneath Alvin. But Alvin is ahead. And Alvin, as you looked down, you saw the the dog handler on the ground. But there was another figure on top of him that when they turned to look at you, they dropped this this kind of heavy jacket. And you saw there were – it was almost like a mummy, except instead of cloth, it was just like wraps of skin. And there were just so many eyeballs that were peeking out between the, the seams. Uh, and that's exactly where we're going to pick up uh, right on that as I think we're going to dive into to combat probably for the first time. Does that sound right? seems like a bad idea <laughs> okay i love it let's get crazy <laughs> so uh so that is the situation so so this is our first combat first conflict in in, in hunters so we're going to go through it slow to make sure we got kind of get this right uh there's no straight up initiative so to speak uh so what i'm going to say is right now the situation is that alvin you're looking down from a top on the string car you're relatively close to this this creature who's looking up at you, eyeballs starting to mix and shift, and you can see them moving about, and suddenly pieces of the skin begin to open. Roll a willpower test here. Difficulty of two. 
Uh, the rest of you are, I don't think you're privy yet to anything. Okay. Uh, zero success. Take oh, two points of superficial willpower damage, uh, which when you take superficial willpower, you have it before you record it. And so you're only actually taking one. So go ahead and just click once on your willpower, basically. You'll get a, you get a, a single slash across the, the box. Okay. So then you are the only one. And so like, this is just basically like, you have fought stuff before. Like you have, you have had, you, everyone's here has had some kind of encounter with a supernatural, but this is, this is foreign and disgusting and just aberrant and strange. Uh, so you basically tell me what you want to do. Uh, and I'm going to say the rest of you are at a distance. Uh, Elaine and Maria, you can see him up on the, up on the train car, but you can't necessarily see what he sees. Kyote, you're taking a wide berth. Again, you can kind of see him up on the train car, but you can't quite see what he's looking at, what's happening to him. So you all tell me what you want to do. Uh, and then we roll some dice depending on po- depending on what you want to do. And that's it. It's pretty pretty easy easy peasy. So, uh, Alvin, you're right up there. So why don't we say we start with you? What would you like to do? Yeah, I'll take a look at my surroundings, see wh- how close my allies are, and uh, I'll notice that they're they're a bit back. away. They're <laughs> a little bit back. Yeah. So now we're keep- we're not aware that this is actually the supernatural encounter at this point. Correct? The three of you are, and Alvin is. Yeah. <laughs> the three of you are un- unaware of this yet. Uh, so I'll keep my distance from this creature as best as possible, and okay. pretty much just observe its movements and see how it acts. Okay. So you can see that it is, as you're watching from above, uh, I'll just give you this little extra bit. You can see that it has like one of its hands is just. Kind of right on top of the face of this security guard, and you can see that there's blood as well. You don't tell, you can't. It doesn't look like he's dead. You can see the legs are moving and stuff like that, and you can hear kind of a moaning happening as well. So you know he's alive, but the, there's like a hand uh, that's over top of the guy's the guy's face. But this creature is now aware of you, so there's a decent likelihood that it might might come up the, the train towards you. So, so you just want to keep your distance. You don't want to engage it. Right, and if I can some some sort of like flashlight or like a signal that I can start turning on and off, just a yeah. signal. I think that's fair. There's no role necessary, so you just start kind of doing some sort of shorthand. You all work together. Maybe there's a shorthand danger or something like that. Sure. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the rest of you then. So Alvin, there's nothing in particular you need to roll just yet. Uh, Kyote, Elaine, Maria, what do you want to do now that you know? We'll say that the the light's going off as well. So Rust will see that light going off, see that danger signal going off, and he considers himself a soldier in this uh, in this quiet war against the supernatural. So he's gonna he's gonna charge in at the figure because that's just who he is. Okay. And as he's going in, he's brandishing his hand at it to deny its existence. Okay. So you're doing the repel. He's gonna try to repel it. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, and then Elaine and Maria, what are you doing? Basically, you can declare actions, and then we kind of go and we do rolls, and we kind of like narrate the, uh, you know, what happens. So Elaine and Maria, I'm guessing spending pretty much this action just getting closer. Okay, so you just want to run up, get yeah. close. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I will uh, pull my weapon out. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, so in that case, there's I'm not no rolls yet uh, except for Quixote. Quixote, you specifically want to use your like repel the unnatural uh, edge. 
okay, you want to go ahead and like just explain what that is to folks? Yeah. So, so what it is 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 it's a it's a perk. It's kind of a kind of like a supernatural perk. And what it is is when he approaches a supernatural creature, uh, it, it kind of like in the classic vampire films when you present that cross at a vampire, they they can't approach. Uh, any closer, they can't engage you in combat. Um, it, it holds them at bay. And what it looks like, so Quixote comes up and you see in the palm of his hand the spiraling scars or perhaps brands that are in a weird script, Anakian. And it's not like anything changes, but it almost looks like it becomes more in focus as he gets close. He goes, I deny you unnatural thing. And then... The power ripples out, hopefully. All right, this could be resolve. difficulty of, we'll call this, I'm going to say, we'll call this four. Okay. Oh. Since, since this is a direct confrontation with the supernatural, which is within his creed, I will go ahead and use our one desperation yes. dice. Currently at desperation level one, dis- or despair, I should say one. And we will, so there's two uh, different trackers. Desperation's one of them. Potentially can give you give them bonus di- dice if it falls within their field. This fi- this fits for Kyoti. Okay, oh, that's a oh. fail. However, you can spend willpower to reroll three die if you wanted to do that. So you can burn. You can I will some... burn a power of uh, a point of willpower yeah. and reroll three die. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a reroll function. There in is. The system. There is. Yep. Okay. I haven't messed with that yet. Okay. Got an extra success. Um, so what we'll, we'll describe this as is as you're walking up and you're, you're, since you were flanking it, you're kind of coming up from behind, whereas Alvin's above, right? And so we'll treat it like, say that Alvin, you know, Alvin, its head is kind of twisted and turned and is sort of kind of staring upwards. And you can see that there's a pile of, like, just clothes on the ground. And all you see is this almost like a naked mummy standing before you. But as you get closer, uh, Kyoti, you notice that on the back, you can see eyes begin to shift and move. And on its back begin to open here and here by the shoulder blades, down by the small of its back. As four eyes open up, and you can tell it sees you uh, as you get close. Uh, why don't you make a willpower save now for me? Or willpower roll. Uh, same thing. Kyoti screams out, It's a demon! He doesn't know that, but, but he thinks it is. <laughs> All right, and you're fine. Uh, you 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 steal yourself. You have it out. Uh, you're not yet sure if it's if your repel action has, has had any kind of effect on it. Uh, this thing, however, is going... Is it staring up at Alvin? Kyote, uh, Alvin, and, and Elaine and Maria, who are running up the side of the, this kind of this train, and now you can actually see it. We'll say as well. So why don't the two of you uh, roll that willpower as well? So everyone can now see it. Everyone's aware. We're on the same page. Everyone's made their oh, dice so fancy. Holy. Oh, okay, okay, Melissa. You can save some successes <laughs> wow. for other people. Right now, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think Elaine, one point, superficial. Uh, okay, so you all watch then as this thing, seeing you all beginning to kind of close in on it, its hand wrenches free from the guy's head, and you just hear, ah, what the, ah! and then this thing with ex- 
like speed that is is unnatural to any bipedal creature and with like this uh, uh, graceful agility scrambles up the train car and is going to lunge at Alvin uh, at this case, at this point um, so Alvin go ahead and roll um, go ahead and roll your like your brawl as it's going to try to lunge at you and like you can see these long like thin arms, eyeballs popping up here and there on the on like the the bicep area and the forearm. Like there's just dozens of them just covering this entire body as it tries to just grapple you. And so this will this is this is one of those contested things. So go ahead and roll that, and I'll do the same. Actually, I'm not going to roll. I'm going to do like the shorthand stuff. So I'll give you a difficulty in one sec. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be difficulty of four. Okay. Success. So this thing lunges out at you, and it's four to four. So like, I, I no con, no damage is going to go either way. But you're able to just stiff arm it ever, you know, just as it's reaching forward, and it kind of, as it comes up to you with great speed, shifts back. Kind of, you feel your hand just kind of shift down into its sternum, like you can, like it almost gives ever so slightly, and you watch as like squirting out. Like either side of your hand, you see these eyeballs begin to pop up and as they're just kind of moving about. And so now what we have is we have Alvin and this creature on top of the train car together. The three of you are on the floor or on the ground. This man is laying on the ground, uh, screaming in, in like shock and horror. What would you all like to do? Uh, using his momentum towards me, I'm just going to do a quick grapple and take him off the top rope here. Okay, so you want to try to you want to try to like literally tackle him off the train car? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I like it. That's awesome. Uh, That's cool. Uh, let's see, Kyoti, what do you want to do? So Kyoti uh, would would stop short because he's a little stunned that this thing was able to just move away from him like that. So he would mm-hmm. probably hold because uh, he doesn't think he can get up there that quickly. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's he doesn't actually know how to how to approach the situation. So he's he's down there by this man, uh, not really looking him over because he just considers him a fallen soldier in the war. But he's mm-hmm. just standing there trying to figure out how to handle the situation. So basically, okay. he's just holding. All right, uh, Elaine and Maria, what do you want to do? You're on the you're at the pace of the train. This thing just with with ease of like a cat climbing up a tree, just like. Pfft just skirted right up it without any effort uh what would you two like to do uh i think elaine would try and um make sure that this guy is alive okay uh i know he's yelling but maybe he has a life-threatening injury okay so you're gonna kneel down kind of take a look okay sure yeah uh maria uh, can I try to help Alvin? Maybe kind of in the physical, maybe like a strength athletics kind of a thing. So he's on top of the train. You're at the base of the train. So I'm not sure. Like, if you if you can think of a way that that makes sense, let me know. But I, I'm not sure right there that that you would have to probably get up there first to give him a hand. Yeah. So then that's what I'll I'll look for. Maybe okay. Like a way to climb up. Okay. So yeah. So you're we'll say you're you're climbing up, uh, up yep. the up that. All right. So. Uh, 
Elaine, it sounds like you can probably just roll like a what's it called? Uh, medicine if you want, if you want to kneel down. Um, and uh, we'll say medicine. You know, this is medicine intelligence. Do you have do you have training in this? Uh, medicine intelligence or weights I don't I don't really care either either one whatever one you prefer um, Maria go ahead and give us um, a athletics test uh, strength or dex I don't care which okay. um, Alvin you are going to be rolling uh, your brawl hmm. uh, versus I'll tell you difficulty one sec uh, you're going to be rolling against a difficulty of five. All right. What was my difficulty, Jeff? Uh, I can do I'll basic say, first aid, basically. I'll, I'll say just roll a flat, and the more successes you get, the more information you'll get. Okay. Okay. Can I re-roll any of those? You can spend. You can. You can take willpower damage uh, to re-roll three die. I will try that. Hey, bird, how's it going? Oops, that was not it. <laughs> or is it? Uh, it rolled four. Oh, he rolled willpower. I just rolled yeah, willpower. Will- Oops. How do you uh, roll? I know Aaron did it. Uh, you, I, if you right-click on your failed test, uh, you should it should pull up an option for you to re-roll. You oh, spend yeah. willpower to re-roll. Yeah, I see it there. Nice. Just right-click on one of the die. Okay, two successes. Nice. Uh, okay, so six. what I'm going to say is, we'll, we'll 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 handle that in a second. Elaine, when you're kneeling down uh, and you're looking at this guy, the first thing you notice is that there's this smudge of of blood against the side of uh, you know against the the side of the train. Like it looks like right up against the sort of the wheels themselves, um, and you don't think that he has. It doesn't look like his head has been like bashed in or anything. It just looks like he just kind of fell into it, and you know you can turn his head around ever so slightly, and you can see like he's taken a wound, definitely a concussion, uh, might need some stitches back there. But as you rotate his head, you notice that he has no eyes. Okay, yeah, that was a concern. But the thing is, <laughs> is when you're here, sitting here looking at this, you notice that it's not that he his eyes have been like like he's bleeding from sockets or something. These are just, they're just gone. It looks like he's never had eyes to begin with. Like the the indention on the either side of the nose is just smooth skin. And it doesn't look like it's been stitched. It doesn't look like anything has ever been there. And they're just completely gone. And you can hear him scream. He's, he's like, I can't see. Why can't I see? And he's screaming really, really loud at this point. Um, Maria, how'd you do on your athletics? I failed. Okay. One success. One success is not a fail. This is one of those things where I'm just going to say it takes you a little longer. That's all. Like okay. if you would have gotten two, you would have gotten up there pretty fast. One, it's, it's sort of like a slow thing. And as you're coming up, you notice as Alvin, you said you wanted to tackle this thing off of the, uh, off of it, right? Okay. So you, as it, as it sort of stumbles towards you and tries to wrap these long arms around you, you step out of the way. You kind of like kind of stiff arm it for a second it stumbles back and you take that 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 stumble to just tackle it right off uh right off the train both of you fall i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say it's gonna take 
the different he's it's going to take the difference in like you what you rolled versus what the difficulty was so it's going to take one point of damage but i'm going to give it another point of damage because of the fall but i think you're also going to take that point of damage for the fall as well so it's going to take two you're going to take one from the fall but it's down on the ground now at this point okay um Maria's like god damn i was just climbing up (laughs) as they go like falling Okay. Just like pile drive down on top of it. <laughs> right. All right. So um, the other thing is, is Elaine, it's, he's screaming so loud. You hear voices coming from the sort of the where the platform was, where their dog was running off to this, you know, this the central building hub for this security uh, for this uh, this train yard. You hear voices, you know, like they're kind of shouting out at first. It's it's kind of. Um, it's kind of quiet, but then you hear, Sean? Sean, are you okay over there, Sean? Uh, and you look over and you can see there's a handful of people. It looks like three people. You know, the dog's kind of coming along. They got flashlights out. They're coming in your direction. Uh, oh, shit. And so, so Alvin and this creature are rolling around on the ground. Kyoti, uh, you're you're there. You're you see it just you see them fall. Elaine, you're tending to the man. Maria, you've climbed up like halfway this train car. Uh, what do you all want to do? Kyoti would again. He would again attempt to repel this thing. Okay. Uh, same difficulty as before. He's like, you can't fail me now, you bastard. He pushes his hand forward. Okay, and then uh, Alvin, Elaine, Maria, what are you all doing? While I'm on top of him, I'll just start maybe jabbing and poking at any eyes I see. Okay. All right, you start jabbing and poking at the eyes. Okay, you're specifically stabbing the eyes. Okay, I like it. Uh, Do you have a knife, or are you just, like, doing it with your hands? Fist hands, yeah. Okay, so you're just, like, smashing the eyes. Okay. You can feel that it's trying to wriggle free. Like, it's trying to get out from under you. Uh, you know, like it, it's and it's and it's wiry and it's moving extraordinarily. Like it's very, you can tell that it's hard for you to kind of keep the grasp of this thing. Uh, Maria and Elaine, what are you two doing? Uh, Maria's gonna try to jump down now that she was like climbing up a little bit, and then they went down, so she's gonna try to jump down on top of both of them. Are you gonna do the people's elbow? You're gonna drop down? Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. I like it. Uh, and then Elaine, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to try and calm this guy down. You want to try to calm him down? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Uh, That's probably going to be, I would would think, persuasion. That's what I was thinking. Charisma, maybe. Um, Manipulation, I think, could potentially work, too. Okay. okay. Everyone, go ahead. uh, Roll your die. Elaine will say two difficulty for you um okay. maria you're going against a you're going against anyone who's attacking it or doing anything to it uh so alvin and maria your difficulty is going to be seven. Oh my gosh um, oh and then do we Quixote, get any benefit from the fact that we're both doing it your difficulty is the same as last time okay. um and i am i am using my des- the desperation dice again. okay right on uh i'll yeah that, that's fine um okay uh that you're both doing it. Um, I, I would say that it, because it's squirming so much, I feel like it would actually be kind of difficult for you to like pinpoint your. But I'll give you. I'll give you. A, we'll say pl- take a plus one, Maria, since you're since it's he's it's kind of pinned. 
I don't think that's going to help. I don't think you flopping down on it is going to help Alvin, though. But I'll give Maria <laughs> the one since it's it's more of a... That's not good. Five successes. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, oh, no. Okay, I was running the wrong one. Six successes. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, you succeeded. Okay. Yeah, that's a fail. So it's held at bay and can't attack physically. Yeah. It can defend itself. Yeah, it can't attack you physically. Right, I think right. It can, I think it can yeah. still attack others. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> just can't move towards me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, let's walk through this. We'll start with Elaine. That's the easiest one. How'd you do, Elaine? I passed. I got two. Okay. And you just hear him just start, instead of screaming, he's just starting to whimper now. Like, I can't, I can't, I see. I just, <sighs> I just need you to breathe. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. But you need to calm down. You What's do not it, want its attention is, on what, you. What again. is? I can't see anything. And he, and he and he's no longer screaming at the top of his legs, at the top of his lungs. Doesn't change the fact that there are still people coming this direction. But because he's not making as much noise, they might not get here like as quickly. Like it might take yeah. them an extra moment to find you. But there's a lot of noise happening nonetheless. As people are shouting, yeah. you know, there's fighting. So it's a matter of time. Uh, Maria, you drop down. Alvin, you're like poking my elbow, away. My elbow, I just like bang it on the ground as I'm trying to like aim it at him. As so, as this is all happening, Kyoto, you've got your hand out. You're 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 kind of like, trying to command this thing. Alvin, Maria, you are you know, Alvin. You're punching and trying to hit these eyes, but every time you go to swing at an eye, you watch it just almost comically just shift away, and your hand just hits flesh. And as you realize that it's just like all this one wrap of flesh. It's not. It's not cloth. It is very much skin. Uh, Maria, you land, and right as you do, it slips out from underneath of Alvin, and your elbow just slams down to the ground. All of you watch as it turns away from Quixote, and with immense speed, just. Whoosh, almost like twice as fast as any of you can run just begins running back in the direction of that shack away from you away from kids it's not getting anywhere closer but you can see it's beginning to flee but it's 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 movements far defy anything a human can do uh what do you all want to do now as you've Uh. got you got the guy on the ground you got these these security folks that are approaching this thing is running and it's running extraordinarily fast Kyoti would chase it towards the shack because yes. okay. it's a war to him and he's not okay. letting an enemy go. Alright, Kyoti's going. Rest of you. Elaine just whispers to him, your friends are coming, but I gotta go. And she's gonna follow. Okay. All right. Maria's same. Yeah, I'll I'm leave whispering, well. but Maria's running after. Okay. Uh, since all you are running, everyone go ahead and do an athletics, uh, we'll say stamina, uh, as you try to chase this thing. Uh, and we'll say this is one of those things where higher you do is going to change the narration a bit. So don't worry about a specific difficulty. Two for Maria. Okay. Ooh, Alvin, four. All right. Uh, I mean, Maria and Quixote, I mean, all four of you give chase and you see it run back towards the shack, but it doesn't go into the shack. It just, almost like it's doing a simple hurdle, just reaches those long gangly arms, grabs the edge, lifts itself up onto the shack, and then you see it just launch itself off of the shack, 
over the fence that kind of encompasses the, the yard, lands on the other side. Kyote uh, and and uh, and Maria, you kind of start to slow down at that point as you're trying to climb up and over the fence, but you're you know you're getting caught in the climb. Alvin and Elaine, you launch over without a whole lot of difficulty. The two of you just climb up and hop. By the time you hop down on the other side, you turn to look. This thing is it's outpaced you now even further. It's like almost a hundred yards away. You can barely see it. There's occasional like street lights and stuff that are popping up. Alvin, you're the one that's keeping with it the longest but you even and you're running full out and you're running with speed that even elaine you probably have to be impressed with but you watch as it just continues and continues to outpace you and at one point you watch it begin to climb up this street lamp get on top of one of these power lines and just runs across the power line like it's a like it's some sort of squirrel climbs up onto a building and is just lost into the night and by that point alvin elaine you're a couple hundred yards away from the trail from the train yard and you're you know huffing and puffing your skin you know your skin is sweating uh but there's no way you can keep up with it on on foot like that's how fast this thing was moving okay now all of you have i've left that train yard area and so you look back and you can you you can hear Elaine uh, and, and or excuse me, uh, Maria and Quixote will say the two of you are the furthest back. You can hear like the sounds of like the security guards like, oh, my God, what what the hell? Ha- oh, my God, what the hell happened to you? And then you start to hear the sounds of like people spreading out and be like, you got to text someone, someone spread out. There's someone here. These guys got find them and you can tell that like they're starting to like kind of fan out a bit but you also hear them like you you also hear another one on the on the phone like yeah yeah now one uh, one of our guys got attacked somebody down we're at the with the nsbw uh rail, rail yard uh, one of our guys is die he's missing eyes his eyes someone took his eyes and like like this 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 panic con like this panic shouting into the phone uh as the four of you are kind of scattered but you're outside of the the, the rail yard itself what do you want to do? We need to get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Just trying to get distance and not be seen. Okay. Uh, Quixote, um, give me an awareness test. Uh, difficulty of, uh, we'll call it one. It's fine. Awareness against uh, wits or? Uh, wits is fine, sure. Okay. As you all are leaving, and like you're trying, like you all parked a little bit away, so you didn't park in the actual parking lot of the rail the rail yard station. You're taking a wide berth, kind of beginning to come back around, and you notice that on the south side of the parking the parking lot, this large parking lot for this this rail yard, you notice the car for Brock. His car is, is, is kind of parked in this this kind of crappy old car is parked right there in the, in the, in the parking lot and not only that but you hear you hear the sounds of like shouting from somewhere else like somewhere like somewhere like down one of these alleyways between these, these big old industrial buildings that kind of flank around the yard well Kyote would if if he believes that that is potentially Brock, 
regardless. Yeah, he would run towards that alleyway. Okay. Alvin, Elaine, Maria, you see Kyote just break into a sprint in the direction of what sounds like kind of people shouting. Uh, Maria trusts his kind of street knowledge, so if that's where he's going, then Maria would follow. Yeah, I'll also keep pace, catch up to him. Okay. Yeah, Elaine will kind of trail behind, but she's following. Okay. You... You all are trailing behind, but you come up and you can see, like, as you enter into this, it's a very dark alley. Uh, you can tell that it's between what looks like these, you know, there's this definitely the industrial area of the uh, of of central city area, right? But you can also tell that it's, it's becoming increasingly commercial. So you're you're between what looks like these large supply stores. It's it's probably par for the course for you, Maria. Uh, but you do notice that there's like you hear like this cackling coming from down the alleyway. <laughs> get him! <laughs> look at him! Look at this! He's a piece of shit! <laughs> and then you hear thum, thum, and you look and you can see that there are three people at the at the end of the alley. Like there's there's what looks like this very faint light coming from the end of the alley, where like there is probably the uh, like this like a storefront sign. And they're just like roughing up someone on the ground. It's Kyote like out front. Oh yeah, Kyote's he's infuriated the fact that they lost this creature and he's afraid for Brock, so he would just let out this yell and would I mean he's just a brawler, so he goes in elbows and fists. He's like, get off him and just launches. Okay. So you guys watch as Kyote runs in, launches himself at these three. Uh, and as like you get closer and you launch yourself, you see them kind of turn towards you as you as you scream. And they have these like like faces that are just a little deranged. Like you can tell they're tweaking on something, like really, really hard. And you can see that a like their their eyes are like these extraordinarily bright they've got like their clothes are kind of torn and ripped here and there as if they, they've gotten into these fights before i'll show you a little little picture there for y'all i messed around with this as you see a handful of these people and as they as you look at them you can tell their eyes are just like this kind of bright like bloodshot uh, as kyote launches into them what do the rest of you do as you watch kyote come up Elaine just kind of like swears under her breath, like oh, no breaks today. <laughs> She's gonna head on in. Okay. All right, Quixote. As you launch yourself at one of them, at them, one of them turns around and it's like <laughs> another contender, ah! and just kind of just just sort of lunges at you as well. So go ahead and roll whatever it is you would normally roll for a, an attack, um, or a brawl, like whatever whatever it is you you think you're doing. In terms of like pushing, shoving, punching, stabbing. Yeah, no, he's just throwing a he's throwing a hard elbow, hopefully okay. across this individual's throat. Uh, uh, sounds like a brawl. Uh, yeah, brawl, brawl strength. I'm assuming. Yeah, that sounds good. And this one's gonna be a difficulty of uh, three, I think. Yeah, three. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. Hey. So you got, you got three successes. So, um, so, so, do you have any extra damage on top of the 
uh, on top of the fist. Okay. Nope. So I, I think because there's no extra damage, and I think since the difficulty is essentially matched, because I think damage is differential, is margin yep, of difference. Yep, it is. And so in this case, I feel like it's just you, you two, like, you exchange a couple, like, you, you land the punch, but it doesn't necessarily land on its head. And maybe it gets him in the shoulder or something like that, and it kind of throws him off balance, and he kind of throws one back at you. Nothing nothing that's really going to sustain any, any, any major damage. Uh, but there's two others here as well. Um, now, when I moved into the fray, could I tell if the guy they're beating up on the ground is Brock? Uh, yeah, you notice that the, like there's everyone who works at that kind of the, the homeless shelter. Like there's they have like these matching like polos, like these polo shirts and stuff. And you can tell, although the body is laying face down uh, and like this kind of grimy runoff, uh, it's not it's not like rain puddle. It's like runoff from one of these. Something like like because you're in an alleyway. There's a dumpster nearby. And it's face down in it, uh, but you can tell it has the same coloring as as the homeless shelter. Um, okay, Alvin or Elaine, as you see Kyote throw himself into this fight. What do what do the three of you want to do? Yeah, I'm gonna run in and tell Kyote just get him out of here. Hold him off. It's pretty much getting between them. Okay. Do you want to roll like an intimidate or something? Uh, or throw a punch at one of them or something? Intimidate. I mean, I can flip one of these guys and <laughs> <That'll>, <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> okay. All right, so you want to go up and try to just do the same thing, just reject, just shove one of them completely off, off his ass. Uh, go ahead and roll. Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, your normal. Get difficulty three is fine. Elaine, Maria, as you're watching this happen. Uh, Maria kind of wants to go kind of in a similar direction, not quite intimidate, but kind of just that... Um, you know, just kind of going up and talking to them, just seeing if she can sort of just like kind of talk her way around. Oh, like, nice. you, you know, you guys have had your fun. Come on, let's go and just trying to see if she can kind of herd them to like kind of take the party elsewhere. Okay. So if you're just trying to persuade, uh, that's going to have, I think, a higher difficulty here. They seem clearly out of their, you know, high off their gourd right now. So I'm going to say Understood. if you're trying to just like persuade them like that, uh, difficulty of four, I think. Um, Elaine, what are you doing? Um, if then if they're all kind of keeping them occupied, Elaine's gonna try and and grab Brock maybe by like underneath his shoulders or like okay. in his armpits and just drag him out. Okay, so Kyote runs up, gets into a fist fight with one of them. Alvin comes running up right behind, getting getting Kyote's back. Uh, that's five successes, so that's gonna do. Uh, basically two points of superficial damage because you're using your fists um and so you just come up do you just do like a hard cold cock of one of them or do you do some sort of i know you have a dojo do you do some sort of special judo move or anything yeah I just grab them from behind just pretty much flip them head over heels just you just grab them and over. just do that and he just kind of flops down slams down to that same kind of grime in the ground and as you land he's just like <laughs> uh this sort of like joker like deranged arrangement uh, Elaine, you take this opportunity. Uh, no role required, I think, for this okay. one, as everyone's kind of confused. And you just start dragging the body out that was getting beat out, out from underneath it. Maria, you're, they just, like, one of them just kind of looks at you, like, their head kind of turning. And you can see they reach into their, like, they, they're reaching into, like, it looks like a jacket pocket. And they're, like, pulling out, like, this, what looks like a knife of some kind, like one of these switchblades that they're struggling with. Uh, you can see that they've got this like brightly colored 
kind of wristband on and they've got some kind of stamp on their on their hand <laughs> um and they look ready to stab you okay uh, i did succeed one, by the way i re-rolled um i re-rolled the three that i didn't so that was a re-roll so i should have four total successes okay. i'll say that with the okay with you have you have four successes yeah because it was two i re-rolled okay. the three blanks and then got two more what I'll say is, with four on the dot, uh, the one that Alvin, right as Alvin flips, <laughs> I'll see you soon, and just kind of rolls over and just scatters away. Kyote's still kind of locked up with one. Uh, the other one who stepped towards you with the knife doesn't seem to be listening to your logic. So one of them flees. Okay. Uh, but there's still one now with a knife. Elaine, you, you pull the body away, you kind of roll it over, and you can see... Just like just like the security guard, eye is gone. Kyote, uh, as you look out of the corner of your eye, you see the face of Brock beaten. You can see he's got some mud and some some blood on him, but you can tell like that's that's his jawline, and you can see that his eyes are like you're not his are eyes closed or his eyes not there. Um, so I'm gonna say a couple of things that are gonna happen. Let's we're gonna kick despair up once to one. This is some bad stuff that's happening. So we'll say despair is up to two. Um, I'm going to also say Quixote specifically, once you roll willpower as seeing like your, your friend here mm-hmm. in this horrible state, uh, we'll say, we'll say difficulty two is fine. Got three successes. All right. Yeah. You keep your cool. Yeah. You keep your cool. Okay. So then now one of them's got a knife. Quixote, you're locked in with the other one. Alvin, you forced one of them to flee. Maria kind of shouting them off. What do you all want to do in this situation? And we get no indication that these thing these guys are anything other than drugged out they just humans. Look, they just look tweaked as can be. Yeah. Keogh just going to do the only. I mean, like I said, he's he's not a trained fighter in any way. I mean, he spent most of his life in a in a institute for the criminally insane. So he is literally just relying on body mechanics and strength, and he is just trying to beat this guy into submission. Okay. All right, same difficulties before. Uh, Alvin, do you want to go after one specifically? Uh, I prefer if we could leave with Brock. So I'll try to pretty much break this up, get out of here. Okay. Describe how you're doing that. Uh, if I see this knife being pulled out, maybe I think it's gone a bit too far. Mm-hmm. I'll even. And I'll just try to back up. Just start leaving. Okay. Just start to, to back down the alley. Okay. Uh, Maria or Elaine. Elaine will say you have Brock if you want to to carry him or drag him or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, so you and Alvin. <laughs> I'll, yeah. Okay. We'll say you and Alvin start backing up. Alvin, you're kind of like giving her cover as she does that. Um, Quixote is still kind of going at it with this one guy. Um, Maria, what are you doing? Um, I think I want to try to help Elaine. Because I'm thinking, like, that's kind of our goal is to get Brock out of here. And if, like, if we start leaving, like, maybe, you know, this last one, I'll just kind of want to join their, okay. their friends. Right. So I'm going to expedite okay. our uh, exit. So I think a couple things are going to happen. Uh, first, Kizzy, how'd, how'd your roll go? Oh, I failed. I got <laughs> two successes out of three. So I think he's flailing. He's like, how could you beat a man when he's down? And he's just, he's, mm. 
completely unsuccessful. And you just you just take probably a lucky like just he just wails around like these are just wild haymakers that are coming in your direction. You're able to kind of block a duck under him, but then one of them just catches you uh, right in the right right in the you know right in the jaw. And superficial damage is not going to kill you or anything like that. But just take a point of superficial damage. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria, as you go to help Elaine, the one with the knife lunges at you. Uh, so <laughs> you're gonna roll. Um, you can roll dodge if you like, uh, or if you you can. This is a couple different ways to do this. If you wanted to roll dodge, it's fine. If you wanted to kind of roll, if you wanted to fight back, like you could choose to do that instead. Uh, but it is going to be a um, difficulty of three. So basically, what I do is instead of I'm, I'm trying to not roll that many dice as a GM and just kind of go by some flat stuff, and then in certain situations I roll like a D10 to maybe vary it. But in this case, I'm not. So Maria, um, it's it's lunging after you with this knife. Got so it. You gotta, so you either roll. So you're either rolling dodge. You can roll brawl if you don't have any weapons on you. You can roll melee because in in hunter it's it's contest. It's conflict and it's it's up in your business. Okay. Um, so melee, I'd have to have something out. Yeah, yeah. Melee is a weapon. Brawl is unarmed. But you can also just roll dodge. But if you roll dodge, you can't do damage back. That's the only difference. Yeah. And so dodge is... should be... Uh, I think it's... Uh, athletics and athletics. dexterity. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm going to get cut here. Yeah, knives are uh, aggravated, too. Oh, no. This is bad. This is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as Maria, you you shout a very reasonable, like, "Come on, we've had enough." One of them gets up and go, and maybe you you think like you kind of turn too quickly, mm-hmm. and you don't realize. And as you go down to like help Elaine, this thing just this guy just lunges at you and just cuts you, and you feel like right along like your side towards your back, you just feel mm-hmm. it cut into you. And that's uh, I think that's gonna be three plus one. Like she wears overalls, so I'm imagining it's sort of that like gap area. I think it's <laughs> get four the points inside. of damage actually, because uh, it's because it's a differential Rappies. plus the knife on top of it. Yep. So I think it's four of aggravated damage. Of aggravated as they it's oh they gosh. stab you right in the ribs. Mm, should I spend a, wee, a willpower to try to reroll that dodge? It'll certainly mitigate some of the damage. It'll certainly mitigate some of the damage. Let's well maybe it will. We'll see. No, even if you get one success, it'll mitigate. Well, I'm just saying I have to roll one success. And there I get two. Two points of physical damage. Or two, two points of aggravation. way better. Instead of taking all mm-hmm. of my health, it yeah. only takes okay. two-fifths. All right. So now you've got this. You're trying, as Alvin and Elaine and Maria are trying to take, you know, take Brock out of here. This one other tweaker just lunges out and stabs Maria right in the ribs. Uh, Kyote, you're still in your, in your, in your fight. Um, how do you handle this? How do you all want to do this? I'm going to go up to the guy that lunged at Maria, grab him by the arm, pretty much just arm bar him until he drops the knife. Okay, sounds good. Uh, it'll be a brawl roll when we're ready. Um, Kyote, are you going to still go after this one? Yeah, I mean, Kyote's he's blinded with rage at this point, um, seeing yeah. one of his only friends horribly disfigured. He's just going, he's basically lost it. Okay. 
And then Elaine, uh, is there anything you want to do differently? Now, I mean, you've dragged him. It doesn't look like Brock's in any immediate danger. It looks like the person who's in the most immediate danger is Maria. Is there anything in particular you wanted to do? Um, if, uh, if Alvin gets that one guy armbarred, uh, Elaine's going to try and clock, like, knock him out. Okay. Well, it's all kind of happens sort of at the same time. Uh, it's sort of... Yeah, mm-hmm. so she'll go after that guy. Like, she'll, like, see Elaine get stabbed. And okay. she'll, like, set Brock down. And she's like, oh, fuck you. And head on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And then, Maria, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, Maria is going to... I'm trying to think of how quickly she would be able to do this. She did have a gun um, that she had kind of put away. So I think she's going to try to pull that out to hit him with it. To switch it to a melee instead. Melee, of yeah. You're gonna try to or okay. threaten that him. Oh, cool. cock him! I like you got it. intimidate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, let's everybody do our rolls. Alvin, you've got your brawl. Kyosei, you got your brawl. Elaine, brawl, oh. and Maria, melee. Uh, so I'm gonna say everybody that's on the one guy, go ahead and take an extra point, an extra die uh, for that, and then Kyosei, you're just straight up one v oneing. Three successes. Oh my god! That's a lot of successes. Wow. Dear lord. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a that's a that's a special finally. I don't even get a hit because you don't knocks him out. So long, please describe what you just did with eleven successes against this guy, which is going to very much knock him out or kill him if you prefer. Uh, but I think you're doing like you know knockout damage. It's judo, so like describe what you what what this looks like. Yeah, lunges are pretty easy to catch. So his arms extended, he's off, off balance. I just go straight for the arm, okay. just drop down with all my weight on it. Uh, and then at a certain point, maybe you maybe there's like a. a like a crack the shoulder yeah yeah not necessarily like a location but like exactly and then you just kind of smash him into the dumpster and he just like collapses you know like a you know knocked out uh quixote with five successes uh yeah describe how you knock the guy out go ahead so quixote he gets a lucky shot he comes in with his right and he hits him in the ear and grabs the ear and just yanks it off the side of his head sends him into shock beautiful okay and so now one of one of them has ran away. Two of them are laying on the ground, uh, and you've got you know they're both knocked out, unconscious. You can see them kind of rolling around. You know, one of them, like the one that Kyoto is kind of rolling around for a bit, but you can tell he's out. Uh, the one that Alvin knocked out is just out cold uh, to the point where you almost check his pulse for a second. <laughs> um, Put him in the dumpster. Let's get the fuck out of here. So you guys just want to you want to you want to do that? You actually want to put them all right? Yeah, dump them in the dumpster. That's fine. So you pick them up, you throw them in. Um, as you're doing, like you see, like like their like their clothes are sort of ripped apart here, and you can tell they've been clubbing recently. You can see like an empty like dime bag like falls out of their pockets at one point, just right to the ground, and then you just drop them inside. Close one of the things Kyoti would look at when they were do- dropping them in is is the wristband and the the club that they went to. Because, yeah. I mean, they were all obviously tweaking on something that made him crazy. So maybe that's something we need to look into, too. Yeah, you notice uh, you notice a logo, like, on, like, the, the it's the same thing that's on, like, it's on the, the stamp of their, um, stamp of their, the back of their hands. 
Uh, and you can so as you take a look at it, it's it's a little smudgy because of the um, because of like sweat and everything, but you can still you can still kind of tell it. But it's uh, it's like a flame, and then on the front is F R V R. Um, is anybody here? Is anybody here decent at like streetwise? I'm okay at it. Uh, what's half of your streetwise? Half well, just half my streetwise is one. Okay, uh, you would know this. One's fine. Um, you would know this is a club. Uh, yeah, this is a club uh, to the east called Fervor. Uh, so F R V. It's it's F R V R all caps, but it's basically Fervor is what it stands for. Um, it's, uh, I don't know whether or not Kyoto would have gone there, how much you would know, um, but more, it's, yeah, it's just kind of, um, mostly, he probably wouldn't know much, because, I mean, he wouldn't be the clubbing type, he would have only heard from other people on the street about it, okay. so anything that would have been common knowledge. You would know it is, it's, it's a, it's a relatively popular club, but it's one of those clubs that is more of, um, like in the know type of thing, it's not necessarily if you know it's for it's for people, for people of certain certain circles essentially, as opposed to just like anyone showing up. Um, okay, so you've got you've got Brock. He seems like he's been he's been knocked out. Uh, he's breathing, but he's taken a bunch of beatings. Uh, it looks like, but it does look like he's alive. His eyes are missing. Um, We'll say that you can you can get as you start to hear cops sirens start coming up, but you're able to without a whole lot of difficulty make it back to your car uh, with Brock in tow. Uh, he's you're kind of having to carry him, kind of get him over his shoulder or something like that, and you make it back. Uh, and so we'll say, do you all do we just leave the the train yard at this point? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking we'd probably bring him back to his car and like have somebody drive his car okay we can do that yeah so we can take his car and the van back we'll say there's enough time for that there's enough time but as you're leaving you can see the cops are starting to show up in response to uh, what was happening inside the trailer the train yard Uh, and we'll say this whole situation at this passes uh where's the meetup where are we meeting up next who's uh who's gonna drive brock's car Oh, I can get it. Okay, Alvin will go. All right, Alvin, can you gotta take him to the hospital? I can't. I can't be seen. I can't be seen on security cameras in the hospital. But you gotta take him to the hospital. Does he look like he needs hospital? He's missing both his eyes. Uh, okay, and he's taking several contusions and he's bleeding from. If if you know if what you saw with the creature. Likely that most of these contusions and bruises are coming from you know him just kind of getting picked on and beaten up by those the, the, the dudes in the alley, um, but yeah he he's gonna need some stitches for sure. All right, and then this uh, eye I, stuff is. Weird. I can do a drive by to the nearest emergency room, okay. and then meet back up at the shelter. Yeah, a bit to the east. There's Valleywise. Uh, I think there's Valleywise Health Medical Center is the closest probably you can drive to. So maybe yeah, about a ten minute drive. Elaine, can I can I borrow your phone? Uh, yeah. You, what do you need? I want to call the shelter and tell them where Brock's gonna be, so they can they can go over there and stay with them. 
Okay. He can't be alone. He can't wake up like that alone. Does he have like a friend in particular who we would call? Or? Yeah, yeah. There's you know, some of the other volunteers at the shelter. I mean, they work. They love Brock. Somebody will go over and sit with him. Okay. We gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be square with him. He, he's a good man. He, he doesn't deserve what's happening to him. He doesn't know anything about the war. Yeah, yeah. You're right. All right. Thank you. Okay, so we'll say, you know, we'll work through that. That's fine. Uh, Alvin, do you? I mean, do you like? Obviously, it's a, it's a, an emergency room situation for sure. Um, we don't necessarily have to play it all out, but when they see him, I mean, they're going to ask questions about this eye yeah. thing. So the question, so my question is, do you, do you just kind of drop him off and get out of there, or what do you do? Hmm. I don't want the police to be involved, so when the police start coming, I'll, that's when I'll start backing up. So I'll drop him off and give him like a rundown. I found him like this. That's about it. Elaine, before that? you go, here, go ahead. I was just gonna like be with him and try to do like a BS roll. Elaine, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, suggest uh, maybe like take him nearby and like set him down in a corner and call 911. Like, hey, there's this dude passed out on the corner, but it's up to you guys. Do you say that in front of Quixote or do you do that? You gotta take him right to the hospital. You can't leave him on the. I'll you, take him. It doesn't no, matter. I'll go. Do you know how to answer those questions? I don't care. His eyes are missing. It doesn't matter. It He's gotta does go to the matter. hospital. We'll we'll do we'll do a little bit of both. I'm pretty good at just BSing folks, so we'll do a little bit of both. We'll just say we found him on the side of the road. Thought we should drop him off, but we don't know anything more than that. A lot of work, a little bit of bullshit. Thank, yeah, thank, thanks, Maria. Th- uh, he's all—he's almost all I got in the world. Well, I, I, that's I perfect. Even... Yeah, thank you, thank you, Maria. That's that'll work. That'll work. You could do it. I know you could do it. Uh, so I'll drive to the hospital and drop Maria and okay him off nearby and I'll, I'll wait. Okay, uh, Maria, oh, you go inside. Gosh. Elaine's not down with this. With with Brock. And they go, you know, like the intake comes to check, you know, take a look at him. Like, what in the What the hell happened to this guy? Uh, You can roll first. We were just talking about it before we came on. Why don't you roll first and then we'll see what you're saying. So I've got my um, nonstop BS uh, for persuasion and... To get your bonus die for that, I think that makes sense. Um, There's also we all, you're also a desperation too, by the way. Yeah. Um, does, it, does this fit what your 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 creed is? Your creed field? No. Oh, okay. No, my creed field is research, breaking and entering, interrogation. Okay. So. Yeah. None that's, of that's, these that's things. Okay. Um, can we say it's composure and persuasion? Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Keeping persuasion. it cool. I think it's more manipulation, but. It's fun. And you, you can do it. So I can do a desperation dice or no? <laughs> no, no, you can't use that desperation die. You All can right. take I'll let you do composure, it's fine. Okay. Oh, roll well. Please. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Uh sure. This is one of those situations where I'm gonna keep the 
and we keep the the difficulty hidden. Sure. Uh, um, so how how do we regain willpower? Because I'm trying to see how judicious I should. A couple different ways. Uh, it it could just be time, uh, but also uh, achieving your drive uh, during a course of a session. You can re- regain some next time. Okay, so uh, beginning of session, is... remove a number of superficial equal to composure or resolve. And I've got yeah. four composure, so I can spend. Not right now. It's not well, no, but session. I'm just thinking, yeah. like, beginning of next session, I'd be able to spend. Mm-hmm. So I will spend a willpower. Yeah, and there's also other ones. That, like, it just, you know, if enough time has passed in certain situations, right. you know, it's, it's sort of GMP out a little bit. Three of those to see if I can get more successes since I don't know the success. Okay. Threshold. Oh, and I crap. Got oh. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, so the other thing, by the way, is don't forget that you can always do in, the, in situations like this when we're not in like combat or like chase sequences. Uh, if you ever want to do like take half as well, that's like the other thing you can think about doing. Is like that's why I was asking. Oh. You know, that's another option. Because uh, that would have so given me four. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, I think take half is specifically the skill. Let me double check. Uh, Cut your dice pool in half. It's, just di- it's dice pool, so yeah, I guess it would be both. Yeah, it would be both. Okay. Yeah, that would have just been a four then. That's fine. Um, That's fine. And can, can can we say that I I took um like a rag or something that I've got? Cause I have a two health stab wound, so can we say that I like wrap that first? Before oh, maybe you're there bleeding yeah. out the side. <laughs> right. yeah. well, after you're done with him, can you check this out? You're I think like, it's not related at all. <laughs> Nothing to do with each other. This guy was getting jumped, and I tried to save him, and I got stabbed. Okay. That's a Are you, so you're trying to like you're trying to hide the fact that you have a wound. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I am. Uh, I mean, that sounds like a subterfuge thing, uh, but I think I'll keep it like, you know, as long as you can give me like a, like a, like what's your, what's your subterfuge, um, we'll say, I don't know, we could do wits or decks. Wits for quick thinking, I guess could apply here. Subterfuge, quick thinking. Three. Yeah, that's fine. Cause half of that would be one. I'll, I'll take it. That's fine. So we'll say that that's easy enough. That's, that's, you just, you know, you put like an extra jacket on or something like that or whatever. Uh, so what do you say to them? Like, when you when you talk with your three successes, like, what's the ex- what's the excuse so, that you give? So I go in and I, um, I'm going to have grabbed like a, and maybe this is stretching a little too far because it wasn't a success, but like maybe I grabbed like a ball cap from the van and put it over his head kind yeah, of covering fine. his face a you've got bit. three successes you're, you're, you can... and just kind of walk in and just be like you know tweakers are out tonight I don't know what the hell's going on but this guy's just sitting on the curb there's a whole crew of them and like I guess he I don't know said the wrong thing to him and they all just took off and left him and I just felt like I just couldn't you know couldn't leave them there, so I'm kind of trying to keep the hat low okay. so they don't immediately notice the whole eye situation. Uh, okay. At the mention of like there being like you know tweakers are out today, like they say, you ain't kidding, and like they do like a little motion of their head, and you can see that there's the emergency room is filled to the brim uh, as you come in, but you're like the situation with with Brock kind of accelerates him towards the front a bit. Um, not necessarily number one because he doesn't necessarily have any life-threatening injuries, but he's got some serious ones. Um, 
but you can tell that there are people that are like they're vomiting in the middle of, of like like you can tell that they're coming down from something you can see that others are like holding what looks like you know rags to their foreheads like they're, they're covering the, the these welts on their heads and some are bleeding you see others are kind of in the corner and kind of banging their heads against the wall here and there and there's uh, a more than average amount of security around uh, actually um but you do see like you know you do see that they, they de- the the person you're talking to she doesn't really take too you know she doesn't look at you too too long and hard she's like well yeah good good, good samaritan award for you tonight i guess uh, if you want to sit down we'll, we'll we'll come get you and yeah. Uh, all right, and then what the? Oh, and she looks. She looks up at you. What happened to his eyes? I I don't know. What do you mean? He's got a got a ball cap on it. Didn't even really look at his face. That they kind of like. Uh huh. He was he was slumped over. I just you know kind of threw him in the back of the car. He was still slumped over. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, what okay. do you mean? What happened to his eyes? Well, look, he isn't like his eyes. Oh my! Oh my God! That's horrific! What? What the hell is in these trucks nowadays? I. Oh my God! Kaiser, you think drugs I, made his eyes disappear? I, I, don't, I don't know. Words, just words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, have a seat. And... All right, just have a seat. Don't go, don't go anywhere. I'm sure there's. I'm sure the cops are gonna want to ask you some questions. Just hang tight. Uh, and hey, Frank. Uh, she brought someone in. When you get a sec, uh, mugging victim or something, and you can tell like like there's a there's a looks like there's a security officer like down there. You know, cops. Something like that, kind of talking to a couple people at the end. And he's just like, yeah, I'll be right there. One sec. Uh, and then they take they take Brock back. And you have a moment before the cop kind of comes over. Uh, do you wait? Do you just take this moment to flee? What do you want to do? I... I am built for bullshitting and talking, so I feel like my okay. skills are staying and not raising suspicion. Okay, well, uh, they're going to come over at that point. Um we're gonna. We'll roll. We don't have to do a re-roll. We'll roll over your three successes from. You have, unless you're changing the story. I mean, I'm assuming you're keeping the same story. Yeah, same story. Okay. And so they'll. They're gonna take. Uh, they're gonna take. You know, roll. Um. I'll tell you what. Roll an insight. Um. Let's call it. It's called wits. Rolling and do it. Do an actual roll on this, unless you wanted to do take half. Um, uh, I've got five, so that would. So me I think two. it would be two. I think it rolls down. I think it rounds down. Rolls so you can down. either take two, or you can take a take a two success on this. And again, this is one of those like I'm not going to tell you the the difficulty on these. Um, or you can roll. Oh, I'll roll. Rolling's okay. Okay. Hey, four successes. Nice. You you tell him the story. This student, you know, uniform, writing it down, writing it down. You notice that he doesn't he doesn't pause at all. Like 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 he doesn't. You don't see him like hesitate. 
which is kind of strange because, like, when the doctor, you know, who the intake doctor they, and the nurse that's, that kind of was like right next to the uh, right next to the the bed for like the, the stretcher for uh, for Brock, they both were like, "What the hell?" He just he seems relatively composed, actually. And he's like, "All right, good to know." Ah, uh, well, uh, thank you for uh, for being a good uh, a good Samaritan. I'm sure they're gonna give. Uh, this man excellent care here they do good work here right good to hear looks like you got a busy night tonight yeah you know uh, power outages and dust storms everyone's losing their minds you know how it is I, I born and raised but this is a new level of stuff it seems but uh, you're busy you're busy yeah yeah you have a good uh, you have a good night man as well. Careful, uh, careful on the roads. See my eyes. As you, as you walk out, you hear, you overhear as he, he kind of pulls out a cell phone as you're walking out, and he kind of, you know, he kind of moves off to the side a little bit, and you hear him just say, "Yeah, we got another one." Yeah, yeah, they they brought him right, <laughs> brought him right here. Yeah, okay, no problem. And then they kind of close. They kind of closes up their flip phone and puts it back in their pocket. He's got a flip phone. And then yeah, <laughs> you're out. While this was happening, were Elaine or Alvin or Kyote doing anything uh, of note? It's okay to say no. I just want to give you the opportunity. No, I was just waiting in the car, waiting for okay. Maria to come back. Sounds good. Kyote. Yeah, after shaking his head. Yeah, after Kyote makes that phone call back to the. Uh... Okay. Back to shelter. That's it. He's just waiting. Okay, Elaine. Anything? Elaine really wants to get home to her computer and do some some real okay. work. You want to just head home? I think yeah. most of you drove. I think separately. I think Kyote got picked up by one of you, and the rest yeah, drove yeah. separately. Because Kyote cannot drive. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we'll say Kyote and Alvin are probably together. Brock's car, as my, I think, is my guess. Maria's got her van or her work van or something like that. And then Elaine, you got your own car. So Elaine, you go home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is late, by the way. It is like yeah. midnight, one a.m. at this point, because you all searched for a bit, and then <laughs> this happened. The rest of you are going back to the shelter. And Maria's going to ask Quixote, uh, So, with what should we do with Brock's car? Uh well, I, I maybe just leave it here and, and and put the keys under the mat or something, and 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 I'll tell them at the shelter that they can pick his car up when they come. That works. Is he, he settled in okay, Maria? Are you going to take care of him? You know, I um, I think so, but I kind of didn't get a good feeling from the security that they had because like, he, he didn't, not to try to make a joke, but he didn't bat an eye at Brock's appearance, and he called somebody what, to what? say that there was another one. So he knows something about this people not having eyes business goddamn quizlings they're all in it they're all in it together against us that these these damn humans who help these things out we we gotta get back in there we can't let brock we can't let him have brock i think at this point it's gonna do more harm than good trying to go back in there it's busy there's a lot of security in there 
All right. Well, you can just leave me here. I'll wait for somebody from the from the uh, from the, the shelter, shelter to come. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll I'll hang out with Quixote a little bit, and like while we're waiting, um, I'm gonna try to give um, Katja a call. Um, because you know, saw some shit, never seen it before. You know, want to reach out to another hunter and see if I can get her on the line, see if she knows anything about this. Okay. Uh, you call her her phone, um, and it's late. It's again, it's around one, give or take, uh, and you get familiar voicemail, uh, and the message is it's Katya. I. I've been I've been picturing Katya as uh, you know it's kind of like a gruff uh, woman. Is that fair? I know yeah, you say she yeah. okay. All right, because uh, I've been I've been thinking of her as like you know the female Bobby from Supernatural is sort of like the way I'm envisioning mm-hmm. it. And you hear her voice, like her gruff voice, come on. Plus, I just like doing old lady voices. And like I'm not here. You know what to do. Beep and just like that. Yeah, uh, it's me. Where the hell are you? Like, I mean, I know you got stuff going on sometimes, but I mean, when I, I shouldn't have to call you three, four times to get a damn call back. Like, what the hell is up? I need you to call me back. There's some shit. Check your damn messages. She'll hang up. Okay. While Maria's on the phone, Quixote slips away and goes into the hospital. <laughs> okay. All right. Very nice. Okay. Uh, Alvin, what are you doing before we get into the whole hospital stuff? Uh, I think I'm just going to get my bike here and drive home. It's late. Okay. We got right. brought back. <laughs> if something happens, yeah. I guess they'll give me a go. You, uh, when you get on your bike, you notice that you have like a dozen missed calls on your phone. You can see that they're, you can see they're all, the, the first, like the first half are from your, like, you know, probably your house phone or your, your home phone, whatever Celie would be able to use. And the sec, or if she has her own phone, maybe. Uh, and the second half are from your wife. And when you uh, say so you check the messages, uh, you can. The initial ones from your daughter are expressions of concern. She's scared. She's like, Daddy, I think there's somebody outside trying to get in. Somebody, I think, I heard somebody outside the window. And then, like, it kind of continues to escalate after that. Like, someone was knocking on the door. Mom's still not home, and you're not answering. I don't know. Should I answer it? I'm confused. And then, like, it kind of keeps going on and on. And then eventually your wife gets on, on the on the phone. Alvin, what the fuck is wrong with you? You left our child. And then it's just a series of very, a very long rant that she has to stop, hang up, and then continue and pick up on. Uh, but from what you can tell your daughter, is that she's okay. But she was very scared, and it took your wife a little bit longer to get home, and you're in some shit when you get back there. Okay. And then, right. Elaine, you were, he- you were heading home, right? Okay. All right. So then... Elaine, do you have medicine? I've got one. <laughs> so I know basic first aid, basically. Can you do anything about my stab wound? <laughs> you probably should have got treated when you were in the hospital. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I can check it out if you come on over hospitalization takes a number of weeks equal to the total aggravated damage and I took two so I'm not looking to be in the hospital for two weeks oh god I thought it was going to be Alvin who needed to reroll a character who knew it was going to be Maria (laughs) yeah yeah. did not see that coming 
It okay. is it is a course of a night kind of a thing. So it is kind of your choice. Like if you feel like spending the night trying to stitch up my Yeah, I'll right. do that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean some of it I mean the stitching itself doesn't take very long, but like it's the idea of like you get stitched and you don't just go running right back in the battle right. or something like that. Like there is that yeah. like, okay, let it let it, you know, take root and you 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 know, you put your feet up or something like that kind of deal. Um or you yeah, take some I got a spare I got a spare bedroom. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so difficulty okay. two intelligence medicine. Two. <laughs> exactly what I need. All right, perfect. Okay. All right, so then success converts aggravated to superficial to a maximum yeah, so- of half the character's medicine rating rounded up. So your medicine rating was how much? One. All right. So you can convert one, it sounds like. Okay, so we'll say that happens at Elaine's place. Alvin's on his way home, possibly about to get divorced. <laughs> Quixote, uh, you went back to the hospital. You arrive, uh, by the time you get over there, as you're... He, he's you know, pulled up the hood on his Baja sweatshirt yeah. and, and walks in. Yeah, it takes a little lo- a little longer for you to get there because you're, you're on foot now. Uh, mm-hmm. So it takes a little longer. So we'll say, you know, 45 minutes or something like that. Um, and maybe a little less, but you get over there. And so at this point, they would have probably had Brock for about an hour and a half or so, maybe an hour or something like that. And yeah, you get there. Like, how do you want to go about, you see, so you got the, the hood up. You're trying to, so how do you want to go about doing this? Walk, walk, walk me through. So he walks into the, up to the front desk. He's like, uh, a friend of mine, Brock Davies, the manager over at the homeless shelter, was was brought in here about an hour ago. We were out looking for another uh, another one of the. Uh, we were, I'm a volunteer, and we were out looking for one of the missing street people, a girl named Shelby. And we got jumped, and we got separated. And some woman picked Brock up and brought him over here. I couldn't catch her car until she was leaving, but she told me she brought him here. I want to see my friend. Uh, well, um, that is a very interesting, interesting story, uh, young man. Um, h- however, uh, uh, your friend is uh, taking good care of him. Um, we will, uh, we, I'm sure, will will be in contact with his uh, his emergency contact. Uh, which, uh, and what was your name again? My name? Yes. His name is Brock Davies. We're, we were looking for Shelby. Is your and your your name isn't Shelby? No, no. My name is uh my name is Tom Black. Tom Black. Well, Tom. Uh, all I can really tell you. Uh, are, are you a relative? No, no. We're volunteers. The rest of the volunteers from the shelter are on their way over too. We'll wait here. Right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, yeah? There's. There's some room, and she's like kind of pointing towards like where if you see, why don't you just wait here, and we'll have someone come out and speak with you. There's right. a, where, where where did you take him though? Well, he's 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 being looked at right now. But but where? Uh, in the back, you know. In in, in he's in the emergency room. His his his. I, I, I can't divulge too much information here, unfortunately, as you are not his emergency contact, nor are you a relative. So there are privacy laws at work here. Right, right, right. Okay, so 
uh, we'll wait here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some social media posts about this and make sure that people understand that Brock is here because he's a beloved member of the community. Okay. Uh, well, that 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 sounds. This is. I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm sure people will be glad to hear that he is. He's okay. Right. And who were your name? Me? Oh, uh, my name. My name is Sandy. Nice to meet uh, you, Sandy. No, yes. Brock is going to really appreciate all the care you're giving him, and so do I. Okay, Tom, uh, Mr. Black. Um, again, you can call me Tom. I'm, uh, okay, Tom, Tom. Nobody calls me Mr. Black. Okay, why don't you go ahead and, and have a seat? Um, hey, where's your restroom at? Oh, sure. Uh, it's right down that hall. Uh, that's uh, it, it, It's 2 o'clock in the morning. It's probably not in the greatest shape right now, uh, but right down that hall uh, on your left. Of course, he's going to try to sneak into the right. back so of the hospital. You, <laughs> yeah, you start moving, and you can tell, like, she's already kind of, like, on the phone. And at this point, like, you're not sure if she's calling back regarding you or whatever. Uh, but you want to try to sneak. You want to try to sneak into the, like, sort of the back of the yard. Okay. Yep, uh, yep. I mean, this is straight up stealth, I think. I don't see any stealth uh, yep, decks, yep. probably. Please, dice god, be with me. <laughs> and this will be a contested. Uh, we'll we'll call this a. Well, I should stealth, so we'll keep it. Um, no, nah, I'll give you a number. Uh, we'll just make it two. Okay. Perfect. Okay. What you needed. You do one of those, like, you're walking down, you're walking down, kind of looking over your shoulder, you wait until she looks away or until somebody else comes up, you know, and she's sort of distracted, and then you kind of just kind of cut down a hallway, like, perpendicular just before uh, the bathroom. You wander around a little bit. People are, you know, it's it's busy. Like, it's it was a weird night in Phoenix, uh, and there's a lot of car accidents that, that came, you know, happened, muggings, you know, powers, power went out, so there's all sorts of these accidents that are people coming in, so it's a... It's a fairly hectic thing, and and doesn't really seem like once once you get past a certain point in the hospital, it kind of feels like no one's really stopping you at this point, unless you go into like really restricted areas, and that's kind of what happens is that you just sort of blend in with the, with the chaos at a certain point, and you kind of wander about. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll, or you can do take half if you want, like an awareness test as you're navigating the halls a bit. Okay. Would that be like awareness wits? Yeah, I think wits would be would be perfect. Okay, so taking half would be two for me. Okay. Uh, so two is fine. I think two is enough to um, yeah, two is enough to find his room or to find out some information. Uh, why don't you roll and if uh, sure. if and see if you get a little higher than that. If not, we'll just default it to two. In this case. About a hundred bits. Okay, you're keeping track of that, right? I'm not doing uh, that. Thanks, John. Yes, now I am. You got your complication earlier. <laughs> I got a complication earlier, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we'll take the two. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I saw the complication, yeah. Uh, that was one of the reasons why I pulled the knife out, I think. I think that's what it was. I can't remember. The timing might have been off. Uh, but, um, okay, so you... Um, you're moving about and you're able to essentially find like what looks like they're not rooms so much as they are kind of curtained cordoned off areas mm-hmm. sort of the trauma section right and you're moving by and you're kind of you know kind of looking at names here and then there's other people like there's some there's there's officers and stuff going around here and there 
uh, some people that are kind of getting uh, getting talked to. But you do notice, by the way, as you get up towards where you think you you think it's Brock. You kind of look at a distance. Maybe you pass by first, and then you kind of come back. You look on like a little chart or number. You see B Davies, kind of written in, um, and you you notice that there are a couple guys in, uh, in uniform kind of around his bed. Can, is there any place that I can kind of hunker down and, and listen to s- see if I can pick up anything they're saying or observe them unobtrusively? Uh, it's pretty busy, so it's less about hiding and more about just kind of blending in, mm-hmm. I would say. So maybe you just kind of try to blend in with a, a crowd of other people who are waiting around for this or that. Um, sneak behind a curtain. We'll say that with with two successes, you hear them talking. Like they're 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 already like halfway through a conversation. Um, but you basically hear them talking about how are we like they're gonna want to you know they're gonna want to see this one too. Uh, I I I uh, I don't I don't man. It's, beyond my pay grade I don't ask I don't I don't answer those questions just that's all the job we, we patrol the area and if something like this pops up then you know we take it to him that's it but this uh, this doesn't look like I mean this dude's got I mean look at him this this isn't some random guy this isn't some random homeless guy this is you know someone's gonna miss this guy okay and like they're kind of going back he's like but we gotta take him. We can't just let this guy go out, and the doc's gonna want to see this. They're, they're all gonna want to see this. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you know. We don't. We're paid to do a job, and that's what we do. Okay. All right, soldier. And uh, at that point, you hear them kind of call out to one of these. You know, one of the sort of the nurses or people kind of attendings. Like, uh, ma'am, we're gonna need to. Uh, we're gonna need to transport this man. Uh, he, uh, yeah, we've got uh, his his condition. Uh, well, I can't I can't really the, the disclose too much. Is is he stable? Because he can be stable for transport. And so, like you see, this whole conversation takes out. And they kind of fight back and forth. But by the end, they're getting ready to transport him. Like it's not immediate, but they're getting ready to transport him. So, Kyoto goes around the corner and he's like, "Oh my God." There's so many people in the waiting room without eyes. What is going on here? Notice uh, you got it. You got. <laughs> you gotta help. <laughs> They're just flooding in the doors. Okay. <laughs> so with that, uh, a bunch of things are going to happen. Uh, you definitely see that a couple of the guys in the uniform, like they kind of look over towards you and like, let's go. Man, go. It's just a, one of them freaking dust junkies. Just go, go. I don't know. Go, go, go. Take care of it. I'll keep an eye. Officer, on it. officer. No, it's just like this guy here. They're 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 just walking in through the doors. Okay. There's people bringing them in. They got okay. no eyes. All right, man. All right. I think you. I think you've had enough for tonight. Okay. I think it's just go find a dark drink. corner and just. Okay. Listen. Oh wait All a right. second. That's Brock Davies. He he runs he runs the homeless shelter. Hey, sure. don't worry. We already told. We, we, he, we already contacted the shelter about him. All of them are coming over. It's all over the social media. 
So, so good that you get so good that you officers and he looks very pointedly at their name tags are, <laughs> are making sure that he's safe here in this hospital and he hey. pulls out his burner he's like he's here he's he's back here with, with okay all, all right all right people. all right all right we're okay okay listen enough these people are trying to get some rest here they've had a rough yeah. night just it's, not make it uh, any what's the off uh, these two officers right, why don't you just come safe. with us and you see like they all just start to kind of escort you out at this point okay all right and you could tell that they were exchanging exchanging glances and they start kind of escorting you out at this point like ah i don't know what you're trying to pull kid uh but uh hey by the way if you're supporting the supernatural bullshit going on around here I got your names now, and if Brock disappears, the real soldiers will be looking in on you. Supernatural? What the fuck are you talking about, man? You, you are think, just... You think, you think people's eyes just disappear? He had two eyes earlier today. All right. All right, man. That's it. That's it. You're out of here. Okay? Enough. This is this is disturbing the peace. Uh, whatever. I don't know what the... Whatever. Come on. Let's go. I, and so, I got your names now, and I heard you were trying to illegally remove him from a hospital. It's going to be all over the news by the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are they going to believe? They're going to believe three upstanding upstanding citizens. They're going to believe you, buddy. Someone yeah, walking we'll around screaming at the top lungs. Okay, all right. We already see. got the. Oh, look at look at the nurses. They're all they're all they're all looking at you right now like you're crazy. Just get That's out of fine. here before That's you get fine. hurt. Well, now you're threatening to physical violence against a non-violent person. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's police that, brutality. I got it now. I understand. I understand. And then you, then you can blue see line my ass. One of them uh, roll roll actually a uh, let's see. You would be able to probably notice this. Roll and uh, you can do see, insight and do awareness. <laughs> oh no, that's he succeeded. Uh, <laughs> this is just uh, awareness and insight. I'll take either of those if you want. Uh, and this will be wits again, I think. I'll uh, I'll sp I'll spend a willpower to re-roll three of those. I think this is important. Come on. Okay, it's two. Okay, so they're escorting you out. Uh, and so you're going through the, like all oh, they all left him and you and like the one that's talking to you is like out in front the other you can overhear the two in the back like we can't take him now he just freaking screamed like like no no we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll I'll check with the doc and we'll see what they say okay just 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 shut just 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 get this guy out of here before he draws any more attention than we already need he, he kind of gets you up towards a car and you realize like they haven't cuffed you and they take you over to a vehicle and you realize it's not a cop car and you also realize as you're looking around like they look like cops but as you're close you realize they're not cops like you don't actually see the city of phoenix badge anywhere and they get you up to this car and you can see like you're you're out in the parking lot and there's people coming and going here and there but you're out in a parking lot and you can see on the side of this this vehicle it's a security vehicle it's definitely but it's private security so it says locker room control on the side and you can see, like, let's just take him down here, but let's just get this, just, just get this kid out of here. I'm getting sick and tired of hearing him, and uh, I don't know, too much heat on this other one. And so they're they're kind of one of them's got their hand on you, but the rest of the other two are kind of talking, and they're about to put you in what looks like a private security car. What would you like to do? 
So uh, I'm going to try to break free and run like hell. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, this sounds like brawl. Um, Can I make a case for dexterity instead of strength? Because I'm trying I to I think slip. that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I think that makes sense. Brawl, dex, and... I mean, my dex is worse than my strength, but I think it makes more sense. Yeah, and we'll put the difficulty at two... Uh, as they kind of are a little distracted with their conversation. Not really taking you too seriously as there's three of them. Thank God. Oh, good roll. <laughs> and so, like, Great you can roll. see he's got one hand on your, you know, like, on your bicep, and he's going to, right as he goes to, like, reach and grab the door and pull it open, that's when he maybe you, like, you just take the door and just sort of shove it between him, and he kind of lets you go. And you just go and turn, it's like, God! Ah, get, get him! Get! And you can hear, like them kind of yelling at each other, like "You son of a bitch!" What the? F-? And they, they, get, you better get back here, kid. You don't want, you don't want this kind of trouble. You don't want this kind of heat. And they're just running. Kyoto's uh, yelling out of the top of his lungs. They're not cops. They're security for the man. <laughs> and you can see there's a handful of folks as we are playing in modern day, who suddenly get their phones out. And are filming this happen. Like, hey, what, what are you doing to that kid? You leave that kid alone. And you get a couple of, even this late at night, it's been a crazy night. And you can see it, like, they all kind of start looking at each, like, they look at each other and they see you running. You're running like a, like the, like the, like a bat out of hell. And at a certain point, like, you turn around after you've been running for a while. You don't think they're chasing you. You are a couple blocks away and you're gone. So, uh,. Coyote does then call himself, pull out his burner phone and call the um, the shelter and gets Fee on the line, who's the assistant manager. And he's like, they got Brock over at the hospital. But I something, know, I know, I, I know, I know, no, 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 me. no, you don't know. There's something really wrong with him. And some private security goons were trying to take him away from the hospital. You got to get everybody, all the volunteers down there. And you got to get on social media and you got to make a stink or Brock is going to disappear. Something weird's going on at that hospital. They wouldn't let me take him out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll get, I'll get a couple. What? Just make a big stink. You got to make. Okay. Okay. I'll make, I'll, I'll put it on the Twitter page. Okay. Jeez. You know, Brock would do it for you. You're right. I know. Why would they? He got he got hurt trying to find Shelby. We couldn't find her. He's but he's messed up and he needs. All right, all right. They called me. I'm his. I'm his emergency contact. I'm going. I'm getting ready now. I'll be down there in a few minutes. I'll get a. I'll get a couple other people. All right. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. We'll call you in the morning. All right. All right. Don't call me on this phone. I'll get in contact with you. And then Brock breaks his uh, burner and (laughs) 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 tosses. Okay. All right. So. The rest of you went back to your homes. A couple of you were healing. Uh, do we want to move forward into the morning, or is there other things that people wanted to do? Unless we want to RP Alvin's fight when he gets home. I'm good to I kind of want to. <laughs> Door opens, a pot of risotto comes flying through the air, hits him right in the head. Okay. Uh, um, I did yeah, want to start trolling and seeing if they're like, in the area where we were, if there's any open access security cameras that I could gain 
access to and just start trolling through footage to see if I can see the creature anywhere. Okay, so you want to try to get into... Okay. So, like, if people have, like, unprotected... Yeah, like... Well, some of it was probably... It's probably going to have to probably be on site for it, Uh, but there probably are things like traffic cans and stuff that you might be able to try to tap into. Um... Yeah, we'll 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 do something. Uh, let's say, I mean, if you're getting into like, so you knew where you were. There's the there's the rail yard, but where you were in the rail yard didn't really have any cams. Uh, the the platform. It's more did. so like the way that it was running. So like she'll try and like, okay, maybe like a mile out or whatever. Uh, we'll say challenging. Four successes. We'll say tech. Intelligence, I think. It's probably the best for this. Okay. Send four. Um, do we still have desperation dice? Uh yeah. Well the desperation you're at the desperate it's a track, and so you're at two. And so as long yeah. as you're doing I haven't update I should update that. Uh so as long as you're doing something that's part of your creed, uh then you I'd can say... use it. So what's your what's Under, your creed I'm, field? I'm like it's underground. But what is, what is like? There's a field. Like look on your character sheet oh. on the other tab. Let's see. So, underground stealth and subterfuge and service of the hunt. So kind of oh. like what Kyote was just doing, like sneaking yeah. about and stuff. That got would it, probably be more what you're you're looking to do. This sounds more like an inquisitive thing, maybe because it's like yeah. research, maybe. Yeah, it's so, yeah. mine. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll it though. Okay, Damn, you, you, you don't really get anything. Uh, so what I usually do is, you know, you know, you know how it is. Like it's it's three. It's not. You don't really get a very good clear pick of anything. Uh, but you do know probably nearby, kind of in the direction it ran, like as it was climbing up one of the sides of these buildings. Like you probably have like you could probably tap into some sort of grainy footage. It's just it looks almost like a shadow though. There's really it, okay. it's it's really just enough to confirm that it got up and ran through it. It doesn't really give you anything to go on. Okay. Uh, but it does seem to move fair it does reinforce the fact that it moves really quickly. That's very agile it seems. Um but yeah. Okay. okay, cool. Like Elaine's like talking to Maria. She's like laying in bed and she's like this camera's like a mile away and I at this counter it's like at three o'clock and then suddenly at this counter it's 301 mm. that's a whole fucking mile <laughs> it's Perfect. just so fast just I I don't know I really wish Katya was calling me back because I like maybe she'd have some information on this but I don't know what's up maybe maybe tomorrow you want some more pain meds better fucking no. knock out just sleep it off no no at all I'll just deal. Rust, by the way, spends part of the night walking over to St. Mary's Basilica, where mm-hmm. he's going to crash out on the steps waiting for his contact, uh, Sister LeBlanc, to come in in the morning so he can quiz her on some things. Okay. Uh, all right. So we'll say then that night passes, morning comes. Uh, we'll touch in with everybody at this point. Uh, so... Alvin, you had a very rough evening. <laughs> uh, you probably slept on the couch. Um, probably have to do like 100 Mia culpas in the morning, make some pancakes for your daughter, 
as it's a very uh it's a very yeah it's a very icy apartment or home where where, do you live in an apartment or do you live in a a house a small home okay small uh but morning does come uh it's summertime uh so there's no school for your daughter what what would Celie be doing during the day uh she either like be practicing maybe piano okay send her to like a class maybe Okay, so she has like piano lessons for today. Okay. Yeah. All right, sounds good. And Sia heads off to work, I'm sure. Mm. Okay. Uh, and so you're left to your own devices at a certain point. We don't have to worry about the exact time. Uh, what would Alvin be doing this morning? I would be tapping into my perk here. Okay. I've got library edrol, something. Okay. Let me see what it is. It should be. I think it's academics plus. I want to say uh, resolve. I think yeah, for it's library. A, so it's who they are. It's pretty much. I spend roughly a day researching the prey. So I want to get any information I can on what we saw okay. last night. So you're gonna you're gonna lock up. You're gonna kind of spend most of the day today just kind of going through everything that you can learn. All right, go ahead and make that roll. I think the difficult. Does it have the difficulty? I could have sworn the difficulty. It doesn't say difficulty. It just says. It scales with how many wins. Storyteller decides on the nature and specificity yeah. to clue. Scale with the margin of the win. All right. Um, go ahead and roll, and we'll see how well you do. And depending on, I'll, I'll just treat it as the better you do, you know, the more specific the clue type of thing. Okay, two. That's two. All right. Um, and what is that? What does it look like when Alvin starts doing research? Like, do you go somewhere? Do you, you know, do you? Uh, is there like a library you hit? Is there a specific office you work out of? Like, what does it look like? Yeah, first I'll go into an office on a unmarked, pretty much computer, just has basic connection to the internet. I'll is go like onto like at your home. Is that your home? Yeah, no. Okay. It's like websites, maybe some like supernatural websites that sort of like do storytelling. Okay, get in the dark like with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get your Tor browser up and running. All right. Uh, sure. Um, two successes. Okay. So as you start like putting in various various strings, right? Like there's things you're looking for here and there. Um, you're looking for. I mean, he almost looks. It almost looks like a mummy at times. You look that up. You don't really, you know. Nothing like you do get some stuff when it comes to that, like undead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But a lot of that sort of is conflicting with like the movement of it. Like it was just moving so fast, it doesn't seem to line up. Um, at a certain point, though, like it's probably getting extraordinarily frustrating as you're not able to any of your kind of hunter network contacts that you might have or. Uh, other places, you know, whoever you might look into or something like that, random forms. Um, but there is one thing that kind of catches your attention. Uh, and it's not the most reliable source in the world, but it is a source that hunters probably are going to tap into from time to time because there's kernels of truth. You do pick up a tabloid, a tabloid story about you know uh, about an alien taking human eyeballs uh and like so there's like pictures of of like victims without eyes very similar to what you saw with brock 
uh, and it's just like aliens taking, you know, you know, aliens gathering human high, you know, eyeballs for for hive mind, something like that. And you can see like there's like this picture of a woman doesn't have a name, eyes are missing, and there's another. You can't tell if the photos are right, but it's a cover of a of a tabloid. Uh, however, it's not Arizona. Like it, it seems to reference references Nashville, like Tennessee. So it's it's nowhere near here. But it's the same. It looks very similar to the way that Brock in that security guard looked like. So that and this takes up most of your day. Mm. Like okay, not all of it. We'll say like night comes, you can kind of catch and you can you can keep in touch with people throughout the day if you want. Um, but that's taking up a lot of your day. Uh, Maria and Elaine, what would you two be doing? Uh, so one thing that Maria wants to do, um, Maria wants to reach out to her younger sister, Evie, mm-hmm. um, who I've now decided as a person who might go to, like, who might go to kind of clubs or somewhere that you might have that stamp, the hand stamp. Okay. That's so convenient. She's... No, that's fine. It's cool. I like that. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm thinking that I don't know that that is the particular area that she would go to. So I'm kind of like, she's the only person that I know that even remotely kind of does that kind of a thing, but I'm not necessarily thinking like, oh yeah, that's the area. Like I'm picturing her a little more. Okay. Like Scottsdale is kind of more her scene than Phoenix, but just in an off shot to see if maybe she's something similar. So I'm okay. You have, make it difficult. Do you get on the phone with her, or do you uh, do you yeah, go I'll see call. her? Okay. So you call her. It's early in the morning, and you can tell like when she she answers the phone, unlike Katya, uh, but you can tell she's in a rush. Like she's like impatient. She's like, I, I don't have a lot of time now, Maria. I gotta get going. I gotta get to work. We've got new clients. It's been real challenging. Let's say okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you've ever dealt with this city, but it's not like they can keep their finances in order. It's this is this is absolute. And then she kind of goes off on a tangent for about 15 minutes, where she just kind of constantly complains about like, like, her clients, uh, uh, and she's just uh, not uh, letting you get in. So anyway, uh, we should do dinner sometime. All right, so uh, yeah, I gotta go. Hey, hey, before you go, before you go. Yeah. Got a quick question for you. Have you used? You know, when you're, you know, ever going out, um, you know, Thursday, Fridays, you ever go somewhere that's got a FRVR stamp, got like a flame? Fervor? You think I would go to a place like Fervor? Like, I, I didn't even know me? it was called Fervor. So, what? <laughs> no. What is it? Uh, it, it is uh, a very nasty club for ne'er do wells. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I well, I prefer going places where there's lights on and you can see things. Thank you. I've heard about that place though. It is a yeah. Uh, that is not really my scene. I don't think it's going to be your scene either. I don't think you know the blue collar gal is going to do well there. Oh no, I I definitely I, I'm glad you don't go. It was kind of like I heard some weird stuff about it. I just kind of wanted to make sure that wasn't somewhere you were. Are you trying to get drugs or something? Is that what's going on? There's no. plenty of other ways to get drugs, Maria. I know you're not used to that. All you do is you're smoking. <laughs> Nicotine isn't a drug, okay? 
Yeah, it's legal yeah. here now. Whatever. I can get you. You know, you don't need a card anymore. You can just you can just go right up to a place now. Yep, I know, I know, I can. You, you know, it sounds like you get a really busy day going on. Uh, it's absolutely things, you don't. crazy. There is so much money moving around in this city right now, and it is just. I don't even know where it comes from sometimes. It's absolutely insane. So, anyhow, so don't go to that place. Oh, the I have. And who else? I have new clients. I can't tell you about the names of the companies. Everything's confidential. Don't be ridiculous. Evie, I don't know how many. Do you tell me about your plumber. clients for care. toilets and stuff? I mean, I'll, I don't care. I'll tell you. I don't really want to hear about the shit I that you take out literally of people. So, you know, I'm. T- why do you always have to fight with me? Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't fighting you, but, you know, have a good day. Okay, well, that's fine, but don't go to that place, okay? I don't want to have to put you in drug rehab or something. Thank you, okay? All right, bye, love you. Click. <laughs> Typical Evie. Jeff has okay. sisters, you can tell. I have two older <laughs> sisters, so like... <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's it's much less, much less cordial than that was. Uh, okay, uh, Elaine. Um, was there anything you were going to be doing? Uh, just like my normal day. She'll like look at Elaine and just like motion to next door, and she's going to go check on him, see how he's doing. Okay. Because he did bump uh, his head yesterday. Yeah, you you get over and you can tell. Um, first of all, uh, that he is not there as the door is wide open. Oh shit. Uh she's gonna go check the house and see if like there's a note or anything. Yeah, you go moving about, uh, and it's we'll say it's like mid to late morning, you know, something like that. A couple because you guys were up really late, so we'll say it's like yeah. mid to late morning. And Elaine sleeps kinda late. Eleven AM or something like that. Yeah. And you're moving about and you can first of all you notice that the uh that the stove is on. Uh, and looks like he was making breakfast. Uh, and it's oh. breakfast is still going. Yeah, uh, so she'll turn and, that off. And... Yep. And you you look around. There's no note. Nothing. Uh, you can see the refrigerator is open. It's looked like he was trying to make an omelet, and there's like some stuff that's been cut up. Like the like he had dropped the eggs at one point into the into the the pan, but they are just gone full crisp and gross at this point from mm-hmm. you know, being on. So you can tell this has been on for maybe a couple hours. Um, and there's been you know looks like he was cutting up some things uh you know onions peppers that kind of stuff that's sitting on a cutting board nearby but never move them into the pan and the refrigerator is open and like the you can like you you have to like knock the smoke detector off because like it's smoking up from the Mm -hmm. from the frying pan um but you look around you don't you don't find him anywhere his bed's not made you know you can tell he got up at some point tv's on it's like she's not gonna jump immediately to like this has happened before i presume so she's sure yeah i mean he's you know we we've talked about it he's what early onset dementia is i think yeah. what we settled on uh so yeah this is a guy who's going to need assistance at some point um yeah. yeah so she calls up his uh his son okay. steven okay steven and, uh, yeah oh so he's totally an asshole then is what you're telling <laughs> me i mean i told you he's a He's mean. He doesn't take care of his dad. <laughs> I hope Steven's not watching right now. He's going to feel so hurt. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Uh, okay. Uh, would they would they have your number? Is this like from a common phone? Like would they would um, be the type of thing where you communicate enough where they would know your number if they have it on the phone? I think they would know. Yeah, like okay. they have me like just saved as like because I'm enough okay. of a pest. Were they? Are they? A, would they be? They enjoy think, getting a call. No, from you? they think I'm too involved with their dad. Okay. And like I'm uh, overstepping. Okay, and you? Yeah, they pick up. What do you want? Uh, your father is missing. What do you front mean my father open. is missing? His front door is open. He's in the middle of making breakfast, and I don't know where he is. I said, you know, I said, we're put, that's it. We're putting him in a home. Uh, enough. Enough of this. Did you call the cops? I'm about to, but you'd think you'd fucking care about your father. Well, maybe maybe call the cops and uh, and yeah, I'll come. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, and all right. Phone hangs and up. She, she hangs up and she okay. call the cops. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, Kyote, you were waiting around in the morning for your contact to show up, Sister LeBlanc. Okay. Uh, she so she'll show up. Like, what, what can you tell us? Like, what does she look like? What is you know anything like so, that? Sister LeBlanc is is. Probably in her mid fifties. Um, she's a stern, fit woman because she spent most of her life working um, as part of the Society of Saint Leopold, uh, you know, within the Vatican, and has basically retired from active monster hunting, uh, but has been placed here in the area because of an uptick in the supernatural in the Southwest U.S. Um, she was the one. She was the woman that that. Essentially, helped exercise whatever it was that was in Kyoto Rust, um, and is uh, so she's his three-point advantage contact. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, she's a uh, uh, you know she's got uh, kind of a coffee-colored skin and iron gray hair, and you know basically looks like she would spit in the devil's face. <laughs> extremely terrifying human being. Okay. We'll say you wake up with a pointy boot uh, in your in your back uh, as you're sleeping out front of the mm-hmm. of the church. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And she'll yeah she'll she'll poke you in the boot you know in the back with her with her pointy boot, and she would say, "This is not a ramada." And wake uh, up! What do you want? What are you sister, here for, sister? The we I got I got I gotta talk to you. I got there's some things going on. I don't I don't know. I gotta okay. talk. The war's going badly, sister. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Pardon the joke here. I, that's why I'm here. You're the you're you're one of the few people I trust, and you know this stuff. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, not not here. Come come on. Let's go for a walk. And she like, All right, sister. Loops this like this like surprisingly like muscular like like old woman strength arm like in three years and she just starts to tug you away as you start kind of wandering around like the grounds a bit away from others what is it what is it what did you see what do you need sister sister last night me and me and the other soldiers in my squad we were patrolling looking for another friend of mine he was a manager of the homeless shelter i stay at sometimes he got uh there was a creature, I don't know, a demon. I don't, it wasn't like anything you've ever told me about before. It was, it was covered in bandages and it had 
dozens of eyes and they kept moving all over its body. And when when we scared when we scared it, and it I mean it moved like lightning. It was it was three times as fast as a human being, and it was could skitter up the sides of buildings and its eyes moved everywhere. But the scary part, sister, is it was stealing people's eyes. It stole my friend's eyes. It's not like they left holes. It's not like it plucked them out. It touched their faces, and it was like their eyes were never there. And if that ain't disturbing enough, we took up my friend to the hospital, and there was a private security company there collecting these people without eyes, trying to take them covertly to see some doctor. They tried to take me. They tried to put me in their security car when I made a stink about it. But there's something else going on, sister. I, I need help. I need guidance. I I tried. I called on the divine through, through these 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 brands that formed on my body when you helped me, and it, it finally worked. But this thing was, it just pushed past me. Chica lets out this long, uh, long breath. Uh, quick time out. Lost Caravan RPG, thank you for the raid. Very much appreciate that. So, uh, Sister LeBlanc lets out this long, long breath. Okay. All right. Calm down. Breathe. Stay focused. First of all, it might be demonic. It might be. It might not be. But you know, and I know, that the that the world is filled with creatures with evil from a variety of places and if your gift didn't uh, didn't work on it that might tell you something maybe it's not of an origin that you think now you you talk about it taking people's eyes that's really it's very Peculiar. You're sure about this? I, I'm sure. My friend, we we found it over a security guard, and it had taken his eyes. And I mean, it had dozens of eyes all over it, all up and down its arms, and all over its body. And they kept changing position. The other soldier in my squad was—he's a great martial artist, and he was fighting this thing. And every time he tried to hit it, an eye just moved out of the way. And then when we found my friend in the alleyway getting beat up by some drug addicts, he didn't have eyes either. It's just like they were never there, like he was born without them. I got to hunt this thing, sister. I got to make it pay for what it's done to Brock. You're right. You do. This isn't the first time I've heard of this. This is now the second time in the same manner of days. One of our parishioners, poor man, older fella, name is Wes, Wes Landon. He said that his, his son was attacked in the same manner and someone Someone wrenched one of his eyes out. Just one, though. Not both. Apparently, it was interrupted or something. And he's been praying uh, in the church ever since. 
but his son has been having horrible dreams since. First night, and I've already gotten I've already gotten a call from from Mr. Landon. It happened again last night. He can't seem to wake his son up when it happens. He described He described how he felt like he was He was seeing through someone or something, and how it was him and his dreams that were attacking other people. He was stalking them in the dark, and he was... he was hurting them. I'll be honest, I thought maybe his son was just disturbed, and that the that some of the story was was made up. He he uses, unfortunately, he's well. It's neither here nor there. But he described uh, he described going to a cemetery, and he he said he hurt a woman. He hurt a woman very very badly, and his father couldn't wake him up. Though there were. There were signs that he was disturbed. And the poor kid also said it was just quiet. Like he couldn't hear anything at all. Like everything was quiet, but he could see so much. Maybe this is the creature. Do you think, sister, that the victims are still connected to this creature? That they're they're seeing through their own eyes that it's stolen? Maybe. I can't think of anything like this that's ever happened before in this society. But there are far more creatures out there that we don't know about than those we do. Where was your friend attacked last night? He was over by the train yard. He was looking for another another homeless person. A a woman named Shelby. I, I don't think she made it, but he was over by the train yard. That's where we cornered the thing. It was when it was attacking the security guard. So I think it attacked Brock and then went after the security guard shortly after. Because his car was right there at the train yard. Interesting. And you see she kind of goes through her robes a bit and she pulls out a phone. And you see she open. Everyone's got flip phones in Phoenix, I've decided. Flips open <laughs> the phone dials a number, you puts it on speaker. You hear a very tired man. Hello? Sister LeBlanc is... He just... He, he woke up, but he's just been... He won't eat. He's confused. I, and you you hear, like, the sister, like, I, I know, I know, Wes, I know. Listen, you're on speaker with a colleague of mine. Um, we're gonna we're gonna help you and your boy. Don't worry. Now, did he tell you about what he saw in his dreams last night? And you hear the man kind of come on the phone at that point. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He said he was 
He said he was lurking about downtown. He recognized some of the places. And he says, uh, he said he was in a, he said he was in a train yard at one point and he attacked a man that was coming out of a shack and, and then he had he attacked another man that was that was a security guard yeah it was with a uh, I think there was a dog and and then and then he says it got strange that he that he he just started to flee and run away and then he woke up in the middle of the night screaming confused and it took us an hour two hours to get him back down and then he started having it again and she's like, okay, okay, okay. All right, well, that that's very, very helpful. Uh, let I'm going to call you back. And like, okay, okay, sister. So kind of hangs up the phone. She looks to you and she says, does that sound anything like what happened? That's exactly what happened, sister. That's exactly what happened. It was running from us. We, we were, after we attacked it, it fled. So it seems, though, it takes these people's eyes, and then somehow, somehow it stays connected to them. Maybe there's a way we can use this to our benefit. I don't know how yet, but maybe. And uh, I think we'll end there. We'll end right there tonight. It's a little, we're a little past time. Uh, picked up a nice little lead. Yeah. Oh, that's oh my God. Out. Very interesting. <laughs> And oh. I got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's like, he pulls out a knife and you're like, I'm turning around. And I'm like, Melissa, <laughs> what are you doing? I like how I was like, I'm going to logically persuade these like PCP out twic- tweakers who are attacking guy. I'm going to logically put it. Listen, listen, don't you want to do something more with your lives? Like, really? Is <laughs> no, this, that's is not it? at all. <laughs> Have you, I think have you recently exactly heard the word? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a moment to talk about? Oh, so good. Okay. Uh, shall we do questions? Let's do our XP questions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we're going to do these XP questions. So at the end of every session, we, a- we answer some questions and that determines how many XP they get, etc. Participation, you all get one for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you perform something remarkable during the session? Uh I would say that Alvin's ridiculous role. Yeah, that was fucking cool. That was unbelievable. Um, uh, anyone else want to make a case for something or for someone? Something you'll take on a solo mission. Right, yeah. Hospital, yeah. Hospital, hospital, hospital yeah. and get ready to free. And getting and running away from the security guards. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I can see that. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh anybody any anything else do we think? Remarkable? Remarkable? Okay. Uh use a skill, edge, or other trait in a clever or critical way. I'm gonna make a case. Uh, I think Maria bullshitter. You did your bullshitter yep. pretty well. Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think you take it for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, rolling through the rolls. I mean, Quixote talking yeah. to Sister LeBlanc here at the end. That's a three point edge con. That's an edge contact. So that's a yeah. that's a trade. Okay. So yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Um. 
I, in the same manner, Alvin used his library edge to get some info as well uh, yep. as alien eye, right. alien eye stuff. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, I failed my edge. I didn't pass it. Yeah. Uh, tell me important. Tell me something important you all learned. Uh, what's something important you all, your character learned this session? Well, we did learn that the creatures, the eyes it steals, are still linked back to the victims, and they yeah. dream what it sees. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. important. We that's learned big. that this thing. Uh, we also learned that there's Tennessee a Tennessee at some point. So you learn you learn that yeah, you learn some yeah, some something similar happened in Tennessee, yeah. And that there's a doctor with a private security force that is very interested in grabbing all of the victims. So that's something we we need to look into. And that possibly yeah. there's a nightclub that's a oh, force feeding yeah. people crazy drugs. Yeah, that's that's enough for one for everybody then. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I'm gonna or take like a point a for that one. Round or something. Uh, we did not conclude the story, so uh, no. so no extra bonus points there. So everyone, sh- I think it sounds like everyone got three to four. It sounds like mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. I think okay. I got two. Yeah, you got two. Okay. Well, you got participation, and you got tell me something important your character learned. Yep. Did you perform anything remarkable? No, Ashley, you got you know. I think you're remarkable, but the game <laughs> just doesn't. I'm sorry, uh, and we just got to play it where it lies. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do close to post. Uh, Aaron, why don't you tell us uh, what do you got going on in Garblag uh, coming up in the next week? Okay, over on Garblag on Tuesday, they're playing Alien uh, World of Darkness. That'll be at 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. Wednesday, there is no Warhammer Wednesday this week because Jim is on holidays, so we're taking a one week break. Uh, then on Thursday, uh, I think uh, Pete is going to run a dev stream at uh, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time because Cyberpunk Red wrapped up and they're not getting ready. They'll take a break before Heroic Deeds start. And then Thursday night, I think we're going to Egypt for some Octum Cthulhu, if I'm right on that. I believe that's correct. Yeah, I believe that uh, is correct. That I think it's true. I think we are back for next week. We have a couple scattered time offs i think it is but i think we're starting up octon cthulhu next week and then friday uh, is the actual finale of our season one of monster of the week at 3 p.m central standard time where we all get murdered they were, doing, they were doing monster of the week today i think too right yeah it was the first part of the of the season finale and in the okay. second part of the season finale pat and i'll join in so we can kill one another <laughs> perfect but she's a monster lover and i'm a monster hater so it's gonna it's gonna go <laughs> bad one way or the other so yeah uh let's see then for us uh let's see you can catch uh the rest uh everyone here but aaron tomorrow uh we're gonna be doing some wondering uh tomorrow afternoon uh so come check that out uh tomorrow night i'll be over on grim and perilous plays running some heart uh the city beneath uh monday we should be back for more holler uh right here and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, and don't forget, this is an every other week game. So next Friday, we're going to be doing some Mothership. Friday after that, we'll be back to Hunter. Uh, and uh, we kind of alternate between the two. Uh, it's a shame. I wish I could play like every game. Like, I know. Because I really <laughs> like playing this. But I also really like playing awesome. Mothership. So it's like, I want to play all of it. So uh, many games. But uh, thank you for those of you who hung out tonight. Thank you for those of you who, uh, who gave us a ray. That was Lost Caravan RPG. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for those who threw out bits. If you're watching this later on VOD or on YouTube, we really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, go play Hunter. It's really fun. It's a really cool system. It is I, very it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, so we're going to raid someone. Uh, not a lot of our usual raid targets are, are actually on tonight because it looks like both uh, Chuck and Bert are not running. So... 
Got uh, a little let's... Vampire the Masquerade action. Uh, on where's that? TTRB Theater. That's what we'll do then. That's perfect, actually. Uh, so yeah, TTRB Theater. Uh, so follow the rate, uh, and we'll get more World of Darkness stuff. There we go. Uh, thanks for everyone who hung out, and we're going to put on the end screen while the raid warms up, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>